It's time for Friday Night Football in Southern Ohio. 97 Country The Bull, Total Media, and Jackson County Broadcasting proudly present Oak Hill Oaks Football. Tonight's broadcast of Mighty Oaks Football is brought to you in part by Ohio Valley Bank, Four Winds Community, McDonald's of Oak Hill, Jackson County Banking Center, Howard Hanna McNerland Network, Iron City Implement, Buckeye Construction and Restoration, Strickland Sales and Service, Lewis and Gillum Funeral Home, Atomic Credit Union, Dave's Custom Butchering, Felicio Foods, Dakota's Roadhouse, The Ella Lanes of Wellston, Lockard Insurance, Rent to Own, Holzer Health Systems, Crabtree's Garage, Bryant's Exhaust and Performance, Rio Grande Jackson Branch, Shriver Machine and Fabrication, Higgins Steel Roofing and Siding, Gallia Jackson Meg's Alcohol Drug and Mental Health Board, Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am and KO of Jackson, Happenings Bistro, Nimco Propane, and Monroe Collision and the Collision of the Game. And now, with all the exciting action of Football Friday Night in Oak Hill Oaks Football, here's Corey Ruby and Michael Evans. The Lewis and Gillum Funeral Home has been serving the Jackson and Oak Hill areas for many years. Starting in Oak Hill in 1941 as the Keener Lewis Funeral Home and expanding into Jackson in 1984 and becoming the Lewis and Gillum Funeral Home in 2012. Throughout the years, we've been a funeral home that believes each family gets the same level of attention and care they deserve during difficult times. Lewis and Gillum Funeral Home, 202 West Maple Avenue in Oak Hill and 28 Harding Avenue in Jackson. Lewis Gillum Funeral Home, Director David Gillum. You're listening to the home of the Oak Hill Oaks, 97 Country, The Bull, WCJOFM, Jackson, a Jackson County Broadcasting Station. And we're live as you hear the Mighty Oaks marching band playing the fight song tonight here at Davis Stadium, bringing you the live coverage of tonight's sesquicentennial celebration football game here in the village of Oak Hill. The Mighty Oaks out in their Red Dragons uniform this evening, courtesy of Oak Hill Chamber of Commerce, you're listening to 97.7 WCJO, the Bull FM, home of Oak Hill football. I'm Corey Ruby and Michael Evans bringing the game with you tonight, along with special guest Daniel Parker. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. And it's a great day to be an Oak, or I guess tonight we should say it's a great day to be a Red Dragon. Red Dragon. It's an interesting new take here, and uh, we've got the green and and red uniforms with the black pants uh, looks pretty good out there. And uh, you nailed that word, Corey. Uh, I tell you, I, I would have just said 150 years, but uh, that's a good word there that you uh, threw in there. I tell you what, we aim to please here at the uh, at Davis Stadium. Look down there at the south end of the end zone where the Oak Hill Recreation League kiddos, about uh, 150 kids or so lined up, ready to bring out the Mighty Oaks tonight, a little north of 185, 195 kids taking part in fall sport uh, here at Oak Hill, first through sixth grade, football, flag football, tackle football, cheerleading, and volleyball. It's a great sight to see the, the future Oak Hill Oaks down there, and, well, the current Oak Hill Oaks, and uh, I know that's uh Exciting for them to be down there and cheering on the uh, the varsity as they come out of the the Oaks uh, football helmet and uh, it's a good sight, great sight to see. It, it's a great sight and we're happy to see it. And uh, the little Oaks are gonna cheer on the big Oaks tonight as they come to their home field 
for another round of home football as the Waverly Tigers have traveled uh, traveled down uh, 23 there and across 32 to take on the Oaks here at Davis Stadium tonight. Speaking of Tigers, that Tiger right there, their mascot, he he could scoot. He was running that uh, 40-yard dash there pretty good. The mascot leading them out of their tunnel. So uh, let's see if uh, Waverly football players are as fast as their mascot, Daniel. Yes, uh, I do believe his name may be Tony. Uh, Tony, yeah, that's Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger. He, he ate his Frosted Flakes this he morning. Did. Yeah. He did. Hopefully we've ate our wheat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I... No, our injury list is uh, lengthy. Uh, nothing new that, you know, I don't want to dwell on it tonight, but we're going to see some different personnel in some different places for the Oaks. I believe I counted 20 healthy individuals out of their nearly 33 deep um, roster. It's uh, It's been a challenging season, to say the least, for the Oaks. But um, hopefully they will uh, put together some decent football here tonight. Yeah, that's right. They're going to have their hands full. Like Daniel said, uh, hopefully we've eaten our Wheaties. Uh, this Waverly Tigers football team, they're coming in at 3-2. and two, And uh, really, their two losses are really close losses. They lost Miami Trace in week one, 26-27. And then they lost last week to Portsmouth West, who's the defending SOC champion of this division. And uh, only lost to them 21-24. So uh, that was a hard-fought game there last week. Uh, Waverly, I'm sure, wanted that. But, uh, man, they amassed some offensive production there. They had 304 total yards in that game. Uh, 226 came in the air. So we might be seeing uh, number nine, Mason Kelly, throw it around quite a bit tonight. It's no secret, gentlemen, that uh, the Oaks are coming up against a uh, quite a big uh, a David and Goliath matchup here tonight at Davis Stadium. But uh, for now, there come the mighty Oaks. Sporting the Red Dragon Vintage 150-year celebration uniforms. How would and, you uh, uh, describe these uniforms to listeners out there, Gordon? Well, it looks like, Daniel, we've got a nice solid green base with uh, red sleeves and white numbers honoring the colors of the Welsh flag. I see a red dragon above the numbers on the back, and I believe, gentlemen, I see a red dragon on the helmets there tonight. Yeah, you sure do. That's a... That, that's a great-looking uniform. It is. That, it that is, is I, beautiful. I'm pretty proud of it. It looks yeah. like our rec league basically made the Welsh Byway out there for him to come out on the field. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That's uh, that's a really good sight. I'll tell you what's a good sight, gentlemen. The athletic director Scott Lewis just rolled into the big house, and he's got Diet Pepsi on ice and Giovanni's <laughs> Pizza in the box. It is a great day to be a Red Dragon here at uh at Davis Stadium. I yeah. kind of like this. Why don't we just bury the old and in with the new and be Red Dragons? Kind of a fresh start well, for the Oaks, you know? It, it is pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot different than the uh, black and white, you know. It is. And it's uh, a fresh image. A little splash of color is not going to hurt anybody. Uh, and how about those cheerleading uniforms, guys? Yeah, they, you know, they also did a great job with those. The cheerleaders yeah. are wearing uh, green sweatshirts with red cheer skirts, red bows, and red palms. Daniel said it looks like Christmas time out there. It it's a it? Christmas celebration. Yeah. Merry Vintage. Christmas. Vintage. I wonder if uh, I wonder if they got any of them shirts. Uh, Speaking of Christmas, here's a Christmas gift from the Waverly Tigers as they just kicked the ball off. It's going to be recovered by number 14, Landon Osborne. Wow, absolutely down. 
at about the 27-yard line. He just hit a wall there, number eight. Uh, looks like uh, Gunnar Myers. He's just a little freshman himself, 6'4", 185. Good hit there by the freshman. And Oak Hill's going to take over, it looks like, on the uh, oh yeah, about 24-yard line. Yeah, I'd call that a big hit, just not one we're going to give a T-shirt for tonight. Right. First and 10 for the Oaks. A ball on their own 24-yard line. See what kind of personnel we have. Looks like Abley's in the gun and Osborne there uh, back with him. We got two receivers out to the right. A little bit of unbalanced line movement there. Switch it up for the Tiger defense. And there's the snap. It's off. We're going to feed it to Osborne. He's trying to run. Fumble on the play. Recovered by the Waverly Tigers on the Oak Hill 15-yard line. It'll be first and 10, Waverly on the Oak Hill 15. 11.52 to go in the first quarter of play. That is not the start that uh, anybody was hoping for for the Oaks. Uh, fumble in the first play and recovered by the Tigers. And they're in the red zone starting this drive. And they are in the Red Dragon red zone. And like you said, Mike, it's just not a great start. No, sir. No, no, it's not. It, it's not. Coaching staff looks good in their green Welsh heritage shirts. And there goes number 12, 22, excuse me, just untouched into the end zone. That'll be a touchdown, Waverly. Touchdown, Waverly, number 22, Jace Hurd. Yeah. Brings your score 6 to 0. Well, for those out there listening, uh, we did receive the kickoff, but on the second play of the game was an offensive score by the Waverly Tigers. That's uh, almost unheard of. And well, uh, almost, but tonight it was not almost. It was it was not almost. It was uh, it was reality from the turnover. It was a bad situation. There goes the PAT. It's going to be good through the uprights. That brings your score seven to nothing, Waverly over the Oaks. Keep it right here on ninety-seven-seven WCJO the Bull. We'll be right back. Renovate that old kitchen? Put a nice redwood deck out back. Add an extra room? Maybe even add to the family room with that pool table or 4K Ultra HD TV you've been wanting. Improving your home can enhance its value and improve the quality of your life. See us about a home improvement loan. We're an equal housing lender. Ohio Valley Bank. Community first. Member FDIC. Brian's Exhaust and Performance, 4934 State Route 93, Oak Hill, specializes in exhaust repair, diesel pickup performance need, pickup, and Jeep accessories. Phone 740-682-3110. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And by appointment on Saturday, 8 a.m. to 12 noon. That's Bryant Exhaust and Performance, a proud supporter of Oak Hill Sports. You're listening to the Oak Hill Oaks on 97 Country, The Bull. And we're back live. Oh, dear. Landon Osborne picks one up on the four-yard line. He's clocked and down um, about the six, I believe. That hurt, boys. Slow to get up. Yeah. Number five, Hez Nelson delivered a big hit there on Landon Osborne. He's taken three big hits already. That's almost a uh, helmet to helmet there, too. Yeah, it was. That, that was. that was a hard shot. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say uh, he had every right to be getting up slow after that one. 
that was not a good situation. No, that's going to put Oak Hill on the, uh, what are we on, about the eight-yard line to start this drive on our own eight-yard line, 11.43 to go in the first. Waverly seven, Oak Hill zero. I say field goal. Be a pretty good kick from there. Now, all jokes aside, folks, here we got one receiver to the left, one to the right. Abe Lee's in the gun. He calls for the ball. He's looking to pass. He finds his man, and it's picked off by Waverly by number seven. They're going to take it in for a touchdown. Pick six there for the Waverly Tigers. That's going to bring your score for 13 to zero with um, 11 minutes and 37 seconds to go um, in the first quarter. Not looking good for the Oaks out there. This is, I mean, about as bad a start as you could as you could get in a football game. I mean, two turnovers in two plays. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. There's nothing else to be said about that. Michael, you're right. There is nothing else to be said. PAT. There it goes, and it's up, and it looks pretty good. That'll be 14 0. Waverly Tigers leading the Oaks. Keep it right here on 97 7 WCJO, the Bull FM, home of Oakville football. We'll be right back. Keep your athlete in action with Holzer's Saturday Morning Sports Injury Clinics. Doctors Kelly Rausch and Charles Zurenberg offer Saturday morning clinics at Holzer Sycamore in Gallipolis from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. and the Holzer Clinic in Jackson from 9 a.m. to noon every Saturday during the fall sports season. Dr. Rausch and Dr. Z have the experience and team to keep your athlete in action. Holzer Sports Medicine. No appointment necessary. Walk-ins are welcome. Crabtree's Garage, 659 State Route 233, Oak Hill, has been a big part of the Oak Hill community and supporter of Oak Hill Sports. Your vehicle gets quality mechanical service at Crabtree's Garage. Crabtree's Garage also has a fine selection of brand name tires and interstate batteries. Give them a call at 740-682-7149. That's Crabtree's Garage, State Route 233, Oak Hill. Crabtree's Garage, a big supporter of the Mighty Oaks. The Mighty Oaks play here on 97 Country, The Bull. And here comes the kick after that touchdown, sending it down the field. Looks like we got someone new back there, and it'll hit the end zone. It'll be first and 10 on the 20-yard line. Number eight there, uh, Gunner Myers, he is a lethal weapon. He just laid out one of our young oaks, I believe. Did he really? Yeah, I, I missed mean, that. Just clocked him. I was looking at the the ball, hoping that it would make its way into the end zone for a touchback. You know, I thought that that kind of, uh, you know, uh, laying out, yeah, you know, that we called them ear holes. Yeah, I, I thought that was right. illegal. Now, if there was no intended play yeah, to like be made, a, like a blindside. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just he just blew that guy up. Huh. Twins left. Abley is under center. No, he's not. He's in the gun. My my apologies. There's flags. Flags everywhere. All start on the Oaks. It'll be first and 15. No, no. Leave your marker there. We're just moving the down. There we go. Chain gang got a little confused on the other side. First and 15 for the Oaks. Ball on their own 15-yard line.
Dave Lee in the gun. Two receivers left. Ball midfield. Moving the lineman again over to the opposite side. Snap is made. Abley's going to try to run the ball, and he's going to get positive yards of about four yards. It'll be second down and uh, 11 for the Oaks. Ball on about the 19. Daniel Parker, what's some thoughts, my friend? Uh, uh, thoughts are pretty distant right now. Oh, my. Well, that play was one where we didn't have a turnover. so No turnover, positive yards. Positive yards. We will call that positive. Yes. It's all positive. Four yards of positive offense. Twins left. Abley's in the gun. A little bit of motion coming over to the left side. Abley calls for the ball. There he has. He's going to give right there. We're making some great run right there. Who's that young man running the ball? Or was that Bo McNeil? That's Bo McNeil. Is that Bo McNeil? Let's see here. Let's see. Change no, 14. It was 14. 14. No, but Bo McNeil was getting a little action. That's yeah. Landon Osborne. Landon Osborne, a great run there of about eight-yard gain. That's going to bring up a third and two. Ball on the Oak Hill, 28-yard line. That's the best offensive action we've seen yeah. all night. Yeah. Yeah, those two plays, four yards and, and nine yards, so... Very good. Third and two here. If you're just tuning in, the uh, 10 minutes and 17 seconds to go in the first quarter, Oaks trail 14-0 to the Waverly Tigers. Abley's in the gun. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. He calls for the snap. He's going to run the ball. There you go. Ah, nice, great block. Abley's going to get the first down. He's trying to get a face mask call. He was begging for it. They had a hold of him, but the officials don't see it. But he definitely had his uh, face mask uh, held on to there. But that's a great run by Abley. A, a, a very good run. Little, a gain of 10, yeah. 12 yards. That's going to be a first down Oaks on their own 46-yard line. Yeah. He says, boys, I'm not going to quit. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's no quitting Eddie Abley. That's yeah. fact. I can assure you of that. Right. Yeah, that's that's a great play there and some little bit of success on the ground now. Gentlemen, so. look who I see. But the one and only, the great, the mighty, Red Thompson on the sideline. Red, there we go. He hears us. He got his ears on. Red Thompson. Red Thompson taking his pictures. Twins left. Abley's in the gun. Snap is called for. Abley's going to try to run it again. He's running off that block. He just hit a wall there. He hit a wall. I'll be second and ten. No gain, no positive yards, but I don't think we lost any. And we held on to the ball. Another positive. Actually, we're going to give him a heck of a spot of yeah. forward progress. Gain of two. That's second and eight for the Oaks. Ball on the 48-yard line. I'd like to see us cross midfield. I just watched uh, Gage. Gage. Oh, come on. Heath McKinnis. Yeah. Garrett. Gosh darn. I'll get yeah. through it. I knew it was a G. Garrett McKinnis. Seen Garrett knock one down, rock solid from 35 yards. If we can get yeah. into field goal range, yeah. we might be able to put some points on the board. Yeah, his now his uh, injured ankle is his left, so that's uh, his plant foot. But it uh, seems to be doing much better for him now. Much, much so better. He's got it taped up out there, and a uh, couple weeks on a sprained ankle, and you know those those heal. I'm sure for those young young guys, a little bit quicker than what it would be for us. You know. We sprain our ankles. We're down for a little bit. Gentlemen, we do not bend. We just <laughs> simply break. As Corey said earlier, those are facts. Those are facts. Those are facts. Yeah. facts. Yeah. Some facts cannot be disputed. A man's just got to know his limits sometimes. Has to know his know? limits. 
They're trotting back out onto the field, and we're going to get this uh, next play underway. Limits. Who wants to go roller skating? <laughs> After your experience, I'll pass. That's good. That's a way to learn. Yes. My wife was trying out for the Olympic volleyball team, and she uh, tore her knee up. Eddie Abley running around the outside. Oh, he's wide open. Oh, it's oh. there! Stage four with the, the great reception. Unbelievable. That's a gain of 30. Unbelievable. Gage Farr. He got loose on the end. On greatest the, uh... play ever made as a high school oak. Way to go, Gage. The, the Waverly defense sold out to Eddie Abley scrambling. They thought he was going to take off running, and uh, he did, but he scrambled to the right, and Gage Farr wide open on the right sideline, and he hit him. And, man, if that one corner didn't turn around quickly, oh, he was in the end zone. He knew he was burned. I'll tell you what, there's the, the luck of the Red Dragon out there tonight with yeah. these Welshmen. Yeah. A 21-yard line. We, we're in uh, shouting distance here, Daniel. Oh, we're we are there. Yeah, we right. are one dragon. <laughs> we are one yard away from the red zone. Two receivers out left, two to the right. Abley is in the gun. We're spread out here. There goes the snap. We're going to give. And a fake give there. Eddie is on his feet. He's going to gain six yards. It's on the 15-yard line. Great run. Great run by the quarterback. It was a little, uh, had a, not an option, but he had the chance to give it there to Landon. But uh, he held on to it and ran right up the middle, about six yards. It's going to be about a second and five ball on it, what appears to be the 16-yard line. What a great run. Great run. Definitely now, like you said, in Garrett McKinnis' field goal range. Oh, we're in field goal range. But I think we're going to score, gentlemen. I hope you're right. Two out to the left, one to the right. Snap is off. Abley's looking. He's got a little bit of pressure on him. He's going to throw the ball. Complete! Mason Davis. Mason Davis completed. They're going to spot him right where the catch was made on the eight-yard line. Oaks are in scoring territory. That's going to be a first down. That's a first and goal. First down, Red Dragon. That's a little different sound, isn't it, Corey? Uh, I'm going to tell you right now it is, but I'm going to tell you something, boys. 6.57 to go. We go down here and put points on the board, gentlemen. We're, we got a, we're moving the ball. we got a, a ball game on our hands. And that's what it's going to take for the Oaks to, to, to have any kind of remote chance of staying in this contest tonight. We've got to control the clock. We have. We started on the 20. Actually, we started on the 15-yard line. Yeah. And we've really not seen a normal play yet uh, as far as their offense. Spread out. Abley's in the gun. He takes it. He's looking to run. He's found a little tiny hole. He's going to gain one or two. It was first and goal. It'll be second and goal. Waverly's 14 points come on two turn two turnovers. One, the defensive uh, interception. That was uh, pick six. And then another uh, offensive touchdown. But they had, you know, where were they at? The eight yard line to start. So yeah, that's so we've not covered. really seen a normal offensive series from from Waverly yet. So no, to get our defense, you know, set and and you know in a position to be successful. Second and goal for the Oaks. Loss of one yard on that one. There, the balls are on about the nine yard line. Tyler Kratzenberg given the play, calling it in. Five minutes and forty four seconds to go in the first quarter. Oaks are trailing 14-0, but they are in score territory. Three seconds to go on the play clock. Abley snaps the ball. He's found a hole. He's running. He's going to get – he's still on his feet. He's down at the one-yard line. Great play. 
great right. play by Eddie Abley. Inches away Man, from the he, touchdown. He runs tough, don't he? Tough. From He's the quarterback. Yeah, from uh, the quarterback position. I say let him do it again. Up. He calls it. He's going in there. He breaks the plane. Touchdown. Touchdown. No kill. Eddie Abley putting points on the board. Way to go. Way to go, Oaks. Let's hear the energy in the crowd out there, Michael, Daniel. People's excited. Eddie Abley's running down the sideline telling his fans to get on their feet. And Garrett McKinnis takes the field for the PAT. And I'll tell you something, gentlemen. We just got excited, but the Waverly Tigers appear to be stunned. I think they are. They just that saw controlled that drive. Yeah, I was gonna say they just saw Oak Hill march all the way down the field. Absolutely. There's calls for the snap. The kick is up, and that's a good, good. one, ladies and gentlemen. Spot on tonight by Garrett McKinnis. We got a ball game here at Davis Stadium. It's 14-7. Oaks trailing the Waverly Tigers with 5.12 to go in the first quarter. Keep it right here on home of Oak Hill football, 97.7 The Bull, WCJO-FM, Jackson. Calling all community champions. Jackson County Banking Center has a new account especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. Get rewards, discounts, and other benefits with community champions checking. School secretaries, hospital housekeeping, dispatchers, and nurses are a fraction of the people who deserve something extra for their dedication to others. Our community champions make the world better. Visit bcnbfamily.bank or your local branch to open today. Member FDIC. Do you remember being a kid and waking to the smell of bacon frying on the stove? Or the smell of fresh steaks on the grill? Those days are not over. Dave's Custom Butchering in Wellston brings back those childhood memories with some of the best fresh meats available for your family. Smoked bacon, homemade brats, fresh ground beef, and unbelievable steaks are waiting for you at Dave's Custom Butchering. Dave's Custom Butchering, West Broadway Street in Wellston. Call ahead and we'll have your order ready. 740-384-2340. You're listening to Football Friday Night on 97 Country, The Bull. Here we are, Davis Stadium, folks. 5-12 to go in the first quarter. Oaks are in the game and on the board. They trail 14-7 after a dominating 85-yard scoring drive. Onside kick! It's done! Right there with the Oaks grab it! Big hit. Big hit right there by number 74. It was perfect. That was a perfect onside kick. Trevin Irwin. Trevin Irwin. We did not recover. Big hit. Did not recover, but... But it was perfectly it was executed. A, yeah, it was a great run at it. Great run at it. Give a shout-out to young coach Daniel Stewart. Drawing that one up. Special teams coordinator for the Mighty Oaks. Told us we might see some special teams excitement. That was a very, very good onside yeah. kick. Yeah, you gave him a good chance at it. Sure did. Waverly offense on the field. Two receivers to the right, quarterback's in the gun, he feeds it to number 12. That's 22. Or excuse me, 22, yeah. and uh, oh my. he breaks through a couple touchdowns, and he's brought down by a shoestring tackle. That was a big hit right there, gentlemen. 50 or 68, 60, 52. That's Blaze Hoy. 52. Now, I will tell you, boys, that uh, that Waverly running back, yeah. he will run oh, the ball. He's he's tough. Yeah, we got Jace, Jace twins, twins right. We're going to feed it to him again. Strips through one tackle, strips through two. He just lowered oh. his shoulder, and he put a big hit there on uh, 
Bo McNeil. Bo McNeil. But you know what? Old Bo was not scared. He stood in there and the, did his best. The freshmen are in there. These yeah. young fellows are. He saved the touchdown from happening yeah. right there. Jace Hurd, number 22, keeps getting the ball. He is a – he looks like Barry Sanders out there. First and goal on the Oak Hill nine-yard line. We're going to feed it to him again. Going around the outside, he's in there. Touchdown, Waverly. Wow, he runs with ease. He turns a corner. Oh, yeah. I mean, that he he's the most athletic player we've seen all year easily. Yeah, no doubt. Yep. Touchdown, Waverly, 20-7. to 7. Now, the, the thing about it is, if we can just respond and eat the clock like we're doing, yeah. I mean, guys, we're right here in this game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you take those two turnovers to start the game. I mean, two offensive plays, turnover, turnover. We you take be, that out of there. We'd be at about a 14-7 game right now. But, yep. uh and there's the PAT, number 10. Ooh, almost got a hit there. That's uh, Hunter Mock. Yeah. And that brings your score, 21-7 here at Davis Stadium. We'll be right back. Stay right here with us on 97.7 WCJO, the Bull FM, home of Oak Hill football. Rent on his way to do it. Come on in, there's nothing to it. Brand new look, the easy way. Rent own can do it today. Your family's gonna love you for it. It's time to rent to own. Your home of Oak Hill Oaks football is 97 Country, the Bull. And we're live here at Davis Stadium as Waverly Tigers put another seven on the board, bringing your updated score to 21-7, four minutes, 26 seconds to go in the first quarter. Mr. Hunter Mock, number 10, the junior, will be sending the ball deep down to Oak Hill Territory for the kickoff after the touchdown. It's up. Looks like it's going to hit the hands of number 12. Mason Davis. Mason Davis trying to make a play. He's going around the outside, lowers his shoulder. Oh, good. good run by Davis. Did not run scared there. No, Oak Hill will take over on their own 24-yard line. Interesting note on the Oak Hill touchdown. That's the first touchdown for the Red Dragons since November 10th, 1933. That's little man. 90 years for a touchdown for the Red Dragons. 90 years. Red Dragons are back. They are back. They are not and, back in black. And no, I I, I love this. We're in black right now, yeah. but uh, they are in green. Yeah, I, I love these uniforms. Yeah. These are they, they definitely need to bring these back every year. I like it. Yeah. Talk tonight about doing it the basketball season. Abley's in mm. the gun, one receiver to the left, one to the right. Snap is off. Going to feed it to uh, Landon Osborne. Landon's going to get maybe one yard, be a second nine for the Oaks. Yeah, he fought hard to get back to the original line of scrimmage there. It looks like he did. Um, so maybe mark it a yard behind it. Maybe a loss of one there. Waverly's a pretty good-sized team out there, Daniel. The uh, defensive line looks pretty big. Their backs and corners are not short. That's a good-sized roster they've got here. Seen a lot of six four, six three, six three, six four, six three, six four. They've got several guys over six three. Oaks are spread out. Abley's in the gun. Calls for some motion. He's gonna feed it there to number two. Who do we got there, gentlemen? That's Bailey Usley. 
That's Number two, the, Bailey Uly, yeah. the freshman backup quarterback. He's going to scramble to the outside, gain one yard. He's put in some really good minutes here the last uh, couple of weeks for the Oaks. Bailey Usley getting some great experience from as a freshman. At the quarterback position, we've seen him, and uh, now at the running back position. That's one thing you got. We can say about our freshmen; they have stepped up this year when they've been called. They've had to, yeah. yeah. They they've had no choice, and uh, yeah, that's that's been great for them. And I'll tell you what: when those cats become juniors, right, it'll really show the yeah. experience yeah. they've had, and they're going to deliver those hits they've been taking this year. Twins right. Motion coming across by Osborne. Snap is off. We're going to try to pass. A little pressure coming. They hit Osborne good, but he is brought down. Still a well-executed play. The defense was just right there, and it'll be a fourth down and ten for the Oaks, as we'll have to punt this one out of here, gentlemen. Yeah, it's definitely a punting situation. No, uh, Definitely not in territory to go for it on our own 25, so hopefully... Uh, Garrett McKinnis can get a good boot on this one and send it uh, well past midfield. Absolutely, Michael. That's what has to take place. Got to get this out of here. Hopefully that offensive line can keep something crazy from taking place. Oh, dear Lord, what a bad snap. Bad snap. He reached up and grabbed it with one hand. Still got a pretty good punt on. and uh, Don't let it go out of bounds. No, it's fine on a punt. Well, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, didn't go as far as he wanted it to, but, man, what a grab. Daniel, yeah. I mean. Well, I said, what a snag. What a snag. He jumped up there and grabbed that one-handed, and, I mean, he was full extension. What it, a snag. The official just gave us one extra yard. Ball on the uh, 48-yard line of the Reds, or excuse me, of the Waverly Tigers. So, not as far past midfield as we would like, but uh, got some breathing room to give our defense uh, a little bit of a chance here against this uh, high-powered Waverly offense, and really no need for them to have passed it it yet, but uh, we might see that here. Trips left for the Waverly Tigers, snaps off. We're going to pass the ball, a little spot pass there, number one for the intended receiver. He gets it, he breaks through three tackles. He's down the sideline, he goes. And the quarterback with a shoestring tackle, Eddie Abley, saves the Oaks from another score as the Waverly Tigers get about 22 yards on that. Ball now on the Oak Hill 24-yard line. If you do not wrap up these ball carriers, Daniel, they are breaking every tackle. Yes. Uh, we like to call these uh, fellows here a uh, large unit. Yes. Trips right, snaps off, feeding it to number 22. He's going to pretty much just go around the outside. He's still on his feet. Oak Hill defense, way to go. Bo McNeil. Number 15. Number 15. I'll tell you what, that cat is not scared. Stepping up, delivering a hit. Delivering a hit. Second and one for the Waverly Tigers. Tripped right. Way to go, Bobo. Snaps off. We're going to pass the ball right over there to number one again. And he's in there for a touchdown untouched. That's Mason Pollard. Mason Pollard in there for the touchdown. Guys, you know what? I've not given a shout out here. What's that quarterback's number for Waverly? Yeah, that's, that's number nine, Mason Kelly. Mason Kelly, yeah. 6'3", 185, junior. Has done a great job at the quarterback position tonight for the Waverly Tigers. Yeah, last week he had 226 passing yards against Portsmouth West. And, Corey, that's a great Portsmouth West team. They just barely fell to 24-21. 
Right now, the Oaks are trailing 27-7 to with 41 seconds to go. Ball's up by number 10, Mock, and it's good. Brings your score, 28-7 at Davis Stadium. Oak Hill trails the Waverly Tigers. 41 seconds to go in the first quarter. Keep it right here. We'll be right back with more Oak Hill football action on 97.7 WCJO, the Bull. At Belicio Foods, commitment to the community is at the core of our company. We've been feeding people for over 25 years, and that means we've also employed folks from right here within the community. So we're proud to give a little something back. Donating to local charities and helping local organizations, we are helping to make the community closer and stronger. Belicio Foods, we're your neighbors, we're your friends. We are part of the community and always will be. Do you have a roofing or siding project? At Higgins, they manufacture steel roofing and siding every business day. With 16 colors in stock and 70,000 pieces of trim, they are prepared to ship your project immediately. Remember Higgins for your 40-year warranted, Energy Star compliant, American-made steel roofing and siding. Located on AC Avenue, just off 35 in Jackson. Call 800-782-4239 or visit them on the web at HigginsRoofing.com. You're listening to the Oak Hill Oaks on 97 Country, The Bull. And Mason Davis on the recovery there of the kickoff. He's going to be brought down to the 22-yard line. Oaks take over. First and 10 on their own, 22. 35 seconds to go in the first quarter. Oaks trail 28-7 here at Davis Stadium tonight. Yeah, Mason Davis doing a pretty good job of uh, returning kickoffs. Uh, injured uh, Andy Meldick out right now. He's not back there returning the kicks. So Mason Davis stepping up and uh, doing what the coach is asking him on special teams. Excuse me, I had to take a little drink there. Yeah, a little Diet Pepsi. A little Diet Pepsi. He was parched. He was yeah. parched. Trips left. Abley's in the gun. Calls for the snap. A little bit of a bad snap, a lot of pressure. He's going to be slammed down as a sack by number two, Dylan Leith. Dylan Leith, that's a 5'10", 195-pound junior. And that's going to be a loss of about nine yards. It'll be a second down and 19, ball on the Oak Hill 16-yard line. It's rough out there for the Oaks tonight. Yeah, we do have that positive uh, takeaway from this first quarter as it winds to a close, that seven points on a really good scoring drive by the Oak Hill. 85-yard scoring drive, and Michael, I will agree with you that it was by far the very best offensive drive that we've seen all season long. Of the long. season, yeah, definitely, of the season. And it was it was really, really good. Yeah, Eddie Abley fought really hard for the yardage that he got. And uh, H. Farr stepped up, made H. a Farr. fantastic play. Yeah. To continue the drive, because I believe that was a third down conversion right there. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a really, really big positive takeaway from that first quarter. It's 28-7. We're taking some time here to switch sides. And we're going to be trying to uh, score in the end zone closest to the field house now. Jason Wright uh, did a great job tonight with the sesquicentennial uh, PA work tonight, Michael, getting those big words out. Oh, he sure did. He nailed it. He's I mean, celebrating now with a piece of Giovanni's Pizza, yeah. courtesy of uh, Scott Lewis. 
High School Athletic Director of the OPLO. He'll be on at halftime to talk with us tonight. We always enjoy our halftime talks with the athletic director. Absolutely, we do. Very good, very good. Looks like we're taking a little bit of time out there getting this uh, quarter switched around. Oh, they got to hydrate, Mike. A little bit of hydration time don't for want both no, teams. Don't want no cramps. Great weather again. Corey, I mean, we've been doing this for two years, and we've just seen some beautiful evenings for football. Uh, guys, look at that wonderful executive desk that Red Thompson has got established down there on the training table. He's able to do his uh, live updates with his pictures as the game goes on. Check it out, folks, on the Telegram News, uh, on Facebook, the Telegram News. See Red Pictures. He does a great job. Travels around all over the place here in southeastern. Snaps off. Abley's going to run that ball around the left side. He's going up the sideline. He's going to gain about three or four. It's going to be still about a third and 15 for the Oaks. Those first down sacks just get you, I mean, really kind of limit your playbook a little bit. And hard to get those uh, those yards that you need to have, it is, uh, Michael, you know, really, manageable. It, it, it is. Third downs. and It's hard on your morale. It, it's, it's hard on everything. Yeah. Sure is. Now we've got uh, two receivers to the right, one out to the left. Abley is in the gun. Snaps off. He's going around the outside. Tons of pressure coming in. Mm. Throws it away. It was a great, great, great decision by Eddie Abley. Yeah, he tried to get that out of there. Barely got it away, but uh, it's a little slow to get up. Going to be a fourth down here. Punting team is out on the field to punt this one away. 11-11 to go in the second quarter here at Davis Stadium. Oaks trail the Tigers 28-7. Yeah, that saved them about 15 yards. It also saved them a safety. Yeah. Yeah, they would have been got tackled, thrown down there about the four. So, yeah, that, that would have been a really hard place to punt from for McKinnis. Very hard. There's a snap. McKinnis trying to get it off. He does. He's, oh. oh, what a great run. Yeah. Oh, but the Tigers are going to – he's still going. He's taken out of bounds there. Let's check that number right there, gentlemen, right there walking off there. Number two. Wow, Bailey Oosley. What a great play by Bailey Oosley. We've said his name more and more every week. It just continues to, to go. I mean – and guys, here's the reality of it. This is a this is a big SOC school here. Yeah. Uh, with with, I mean, just a plethora of skilled players and athletes. Uh, most of the ones we're calling on their side are yeah. juniors. Right. And here's our little freshman getting in there. And yeah. You got Bo McNeil, Bailey Usley, some of these others. They're they're doing the best they can. Number seventy eight coming on the field. Who's that? Dallas Coleman, another freshman. Oh, he just kind of got out there. Uh, number one there on the catch, he's on touchdown. Little was, uh, screen pass to number one, Mason yeah, Pollard. Mason Kelly sent the pass complete to Mason Pollard. To his second touchdown of the evening. He went in un, untouched. Hey, uh, one of our uh, freshmen ended up on the track. He got uh, blindsided. And, oh, really? Uh, as Corey said, ear hole. Yeah. The old ear hole. That yeah. brings your score now, 34-7. Oak Hill trails. The Waverly Tigers. Number 15 for the Tigers, uh, Tanner Nichols as the holder. As 
as Mr. Hunter Mock will put one in the uprights, and he barely gets it in there, but it's good. It looked good from here. Yep, it, it was good. It makes it 35-7. I did see, uh, I watched a little bit of film from the Portsmouth West game last week. Oh, That's yeah. the most recent game. And they threw those little screen passes, little bubble screens, little jailbreaks, they call them. And uh, they did that a lot last week. So they're doing it here, too. And Mason Kelly throwing it to Mason Pollard. And he takes off running down the sideline. And anybody that has carried the ball for Waverly, receiver, running back, they are shifty. They've got moves out there, and they're hard to tackle. So they cut that corner quick. Yeah. They pivot. Yeah, correctly, and that that gives them that extra edge and that angle to to really get took off back. Right, yeah, they get downhill in a hurry. 35-7, Waverly leads Oak Hill. 10.52 to go in the second quarter, and Waverly's going to be kicking off to the Oaks here. Yeah, that'll be uh, Mr. Hunter Mock. He'll be sending it down deep. Uh, Mason Davis down there, Landon Osborne, and uh, who else we got there? Usley, maybe? Yes, that is usually. And he'll get a hold of No, he will not. That's Mason Davis. Mason Davis. Yep. Good bro- Great yeah. block yeah, there by block. by Usley. Uh, Very good. That block actually just gave yeah. Mason Davis an extra eight yards. Noah Johnson, number seven, uh, also out there blocking well on that kick uh, kickoff. Oak Hill will take over now on the 29-yard line. First and 10 Oaks on the 29-yard line. And and there really is, I mean, for people listening on the radio, there, there's a noticeable size difference from these guys. It's like what Corey talked about. That these guys are juniors and seniors, and, and we've got freshmen and sophomores out there, and, and it you can see it. You can see the big we, difference. We joke and say things like a David and Goliath matchup. That yeah. is precisely what's on the field tonight. Exactly. Twins left, ably in the gun, sending motion, oozley over. He's going to run outside, reverse, and we're looking at a pattern. Oh, what a beautiful play. Oh, it's there. Oh, my goodness. A great trick play. Uh, Reverse uh, to number 12, Mason Davis, to send the pass to Garrett McKinnis. It was just barely short. What a a great-looking play. You know, that's something else. It's a great play call. Once again, it's kind of time for the Oaks to pull some, yeah. some tricks out of the old hat. I mean, at this point in the game, Why that not? might be the only way we get points on the board. If if Mason could have got just a little more air underneath that ball, have a touchdown. Garrett McKinnis had him beat by about three steps. That was a touchdown. Yeah. It's just a little bit of a short ball is all yeah. it was. He probably couldn't believe how open he was. He probably could not. And Davis, or excuse me, Abley with the, oh, 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 that's a late hit. Let's throw a flag on that. Uh, yeah, we're I not going to. to. Yeah. Number 14, Landon Osborne, was given the ball, tripped immediately over his own self. And uh, he may, know, may have dropped. I think he mishandled the, the handoff a little bit yeah. and uh, had to kind of go down and uh, save the play. To save the ball, yeah, yeah. To, to retain possession. Sure. And uh, then the defender just jumped right on top of it. 10 2 to go. Oaks trail 35 7, third and long for the Oaks. Third and about 13, I believe. Mason Davis out to the left. Garrett McKenna's over to the right. Landon Osborne standing to the right of Eddie Abley, who's in the gun. Abley down. He calls for the snap. He's going to pass that ball. 
Landon Osborne doing a great job trying to get protection, and he throws it away. Good play once again. Eddie Abley, let's talk about that. Just Oh, there we go. Good flag there. Uh, we that, that boy actually needs ejected. Number two just absolutely sucker punched. Number 52. Uh, I would say number two, Dylan Leith, is done for the rest of the game. Wow, I, I missed it. I was He sucker punched him right in the back of the head. Wow. I mean, literally, I'm sure he has to be ejected for that one. Definitely is not showing any remorse whatsoever. Must have been some uh, some things said here and there that uh, we don't know about. But uh, he didn't even, I mean, he walked him. He's probably not ejected, but that was a, I don't know what the rule will be on that. That's an ejection, isn't it, boys? It's, it's, yeah, okay, they got, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's all done there. And that means he's out for next week he's against out for Wheelersburg, next week. And I believe. Two, Dylan Leith has been quite an athlete. Yeah. What yeah. a what a dirty cheap shot. Uh, does, does that? I, I I think that means he's out for the next game. He'll be out for the next game. And if I'm not mistaken, they play Wheelersburg next week. I believe that we play Wheelersburg next. Oh, week. we play Wheelersburg. Yeah. Okay. Let me. I'll look that That'll up. I'll be real here quick. at home. I believe. Mike. Okay. Yeah. That's what. That's right. That's right. See what the old white hat has to say here. Yeah, we've got the old ejection there. He's out, boy. He's out of here. Uh, you need to walk the other way, Mr. Official. You're going the wrong direction. <laughs> We're going to go ahead, and that'll be an automatic first down. We've got everybody flustered. <laughs> yeah, everyone's flustered. I'd say that's a good 15-yarder with an automatic first down. I just can't believe that boy did that. Wow. So they play Minford next week. He'll be out for the Minford game. Uh, and like you said. If we have any uh, Minford listeners listening, they yeah. probably. Yeah, Dylan Lee not going to be there. So out for the game. How about that? It's first and ten for the Oaks. Ball on the 41-yard line. Trips left. For the Red Dragon. And uh, Eddie Abley calls oh. for the ball. A little bad. A little bad. Oh, he's going up the field. He's going to gain seven yards. Oh, we got some. Got some. Man, Blaze Ford, bud. Just about. Woo. <laughs> he put that fella down on his back. Fired up. Yeah. That's they, a big hit, guy. They, Write that one down. 52. That was a big hit. We'll do it as an offensive block. He leveled that guy. Yeah, we've got. Uh, I like that. we got Blaze Ford and 74. Snap off. Oh. Trips left. Eddie's trying to make a run. He's gone, baby. Look at that. First Way to down. go. First down. The Oak Hill Oaks are are just showing some enormous aggression out here right now. It's just unreal. That, that's really good to see. I mean, it's it, wonderful it, to see because these. I mean, they're down thirty-five-seven. They're not. There's no quit. As the, Daniel Parker said, "There's they no have, quit." They have every you know excuse to just lay over right now, and they're not doing it. They are not. Now this right here is the type of mentality that they must keep, guys. Especially yeah. when you got a right. you know a, a loomy season ahead of you. Yeah. To finish out, just give it all you got. Make great plays when you can. You never know. You're going to get an 85-yard scoring drive. Right. Trips left. Ball on the 44-yard line of the Waverly Territory now. We're in Waverly Territory. Abley gets the ball. A little bit of a bad one there. He's looking to, to pass. He's going to make a little run. He's skirting around the left side. 
Seven yards gained by Eddie Abley. It's going to be a second and three for the Oaks. Ball now on about the 36-yard line. Hey, he faked out number seven there. He 38-yard line. He made it look like he was going to throw the ball, and and uh, then he tucked it in and ran straight for the sideline. Got about five yards there. About five yards. I'm uh, excuse me, guys, on my ball spotting. I'm off. It's the 39-yard line. Second and five. It's kind of hard to see when there's all those players in in, yes. in between us and the, and the ball, and then they're on the far side of the field too. Right. So right. and hard to know exactly where he stepped out of bounds. Trips right. I think we have some confusion out here right now. All right, looks like we got the address there with Usley. Abley's in the gun. We're spread out on the field. Snap is there. Eddie's going to try to run the ball, and he's got some yards. Man alive, that boy does not give up. He's going to gain at least three, maybe four. It's going to be a third and one or two, guys. Third and one or two. What a great, great offensive drive there well we've had a lot of success with just eddie running the ball from the quarterback position yeah these are two great uh offensive drives that we've seen tonight big Uh, third down here though we gotta like to convert this i mean i'm sure we're in four down territory i'd say that we're gonna trip sit right over here to the right and eddie's gonna run that ball right there to the left yes sir moving the defense over to the right side Let's see what happens. There goes Eddie. He's going to run it to the right side where it was heavy. I thought he would go the back side. And uh, that's going to be a loss of yards. It's going to bring up uh, fourth and about five for the Oaks. I'll tell you what, we're in good field position. Go for it, Coach. Not going to lose anything here. They they gave him a great spot. They gave him a very good spot. Yeah, a only a spot. fourth and three instead of a fourth and five. I think they they just gave him his forward progress. Forward but, progress. Um, Landon as uh, Landon as Landon Osborne taking the field. He's uh, in, in for number two, Mister Bailey Usley. Sure is nice having Daniel Parker with us. Yeah, it is. So you know, it's it's like that. I mean, it's almost like just like being at Granny's house. <laughs> <laughs> having uh, some great conversations. Yeah, yeah. As uh, Kevin Crabtree call that a family tradition. That's right. Oh, absolutely. We've got a little timeout action. Oak Hill. And with that, we're going to take a timeout so you can hear from the fine folks that bring you coverage of the Mighty Oaks football season. Keep it tuned in right here on 97.7 WCJO, the Bull, home of Oak Hill football. Rent on is way to do it. Come on in, there's nothing to it. Brand new look, the easy way. Rent on can do it today. Family's gonna love you for it. It's time to rent to home. The Mighty Oaks play here on 97 Country, the Bull. We're back live here at Davis Stadium. The Mighty Oaks took them a little time out to regroup some thoughts as they got big plans here to try to get this fourth down conversion into a first down as the ball is on the Oak Hill, excuse me, the Waverly 37-yard uh, line. Yep. 
Boys, we're so close. If we could just get her into about the 25, we're in field goal range. Yep, and and right now they're wanting to get to at least the 34 for a first down to keep this drive alive. Absolutely. With a fourth and three here, and uh, see what they drew up in that timeout, Corey. See what happens here. Got a wonderful coaching staff down there for the Mighty Oaks. Eddie Abley's in the gun. Twins right. Three yards needed. Moving around there. Snap. All false start on the Waverly Tigers. I'm almost positive. Offside. Nope. False false start. Nope. It is on the Oak Hill Oaks. Well, that's going to make that play call a little bit different now, I would assume, because... I'll tell you what, I say just roll with it. Go ahead and take that penalty and just run that same old play, boys, because we didn't show them jack squat. Here we go. We're going to punt the ball. Uh, We are, aren't we? But this could be a great opportunity for a fake punt. Let's see if Daniel Stewart's got it happening. I hope he does. Garrett McKinnis has the feet. We know that. Come on. Fake punt this sucker, boys. He can run. Nope. He's going to. Oh, it's blocked. Oh, no. Blocked. Dive on it. Somebody get it? Yep. There we go. Oh, Number 75, let's give him a shout-out. Josh Saylor. Josh Saylor stopping that horrible batted-down punt. Yeah, that was a good heads-up play there by Josh because had he not jumped on that, uh, one of them could have just picked up and ran with it. Way to go, Josh. As a guy I work with, he would say, now, that's a bad situation. (laughs) Bad situation. Could have been worse. That's a bad situation right there. Could have been worse. Yeah, uh, it's been a lot worse. I do think that Garrett was kind of looking to see if he had any room, but that guy came in untouched and and blocked that punt. Sure did. And here we go, Mason Kelly in the gun. We got two receivers out to the right, and uh, what's going to happen here? Snap is off. We're going to feed it right there up the middle to number new guy. We haven't seen him run. Fourteen, twenty, thirty-four, thirty-four. That's going to be Creed Smith, 5'9", senior for the Waverly Tigers with a nice little six-yard run. Trips right for the Waverly Tigers, all clustered together over there. Kelly in the gun. He's going to call for the football. There it is. He's looking to pass. A little quick spot pass there. It's complete. To number 84, I believe. He removed one tackle, and he's down the sideline, and to the house he will go. He is in there. Touchdown. I believe that's 84, gentlemen. I can't see. Am I right? That is number 84. Cody Swords. Cody Swords. Six foot one, 175 pound junior, Cody Swords. Brings your score 41 to 7 at Davis Stadium, where the Oak Hill Oaks trail the Waverly Tigers with 4.46 to go in the half. And there's the little snap, and it's no good. That was a horrible kick there by the back of the old uh, number 10, Hunter Hawk. I think he got it above the line, did he? Kicked it right into the back of his lineman. Right into the back of his lineman. I don't know if there's a flag down there or what, guys. The coaches are out on the field. Looks like they're a little confused there as to what's going on. Well, I think what happened is I think 
that they kicked the ball before they was told they were allowed by the uh, officials. Oh. And so yeah. they will be able to replay this. Okay. That's, that's, that's what's happened here. So nobody was really ready no, for it. the officials or the players. So let's try this PAT again. And there it is. And I think that's... It well, is good. Boy, it barely got in. Just barely squeaked through. That'll be 42-7. 42-7. Oak Hill Oaks Trail, Waverly Tigers. Keep it right here. We'll be right back with more live football action, Davis Stadium. You're listening to 97.7 WCJO, the Bull FM, Jackson. We'll keep it here. We'll keep it here. Erica is doing a great job tonight. Our board op, she's running two games at once, and we're happy to have her. She does a fantastic job keeping us live on the air, and uh, we are going to just stay right here for this one. Might as well do some score updates. Give us some score updates, Mike. Yeah, Benton County uh, leads over Alexander 31 to nothing in the second quarter, and that's a beatdown right now. And we've got Minford trailing Portsmouth West in the second quarter, 21 to seven. Wellston up big over River Valley right now, 28 to six. And uh, Wellston head coach Chris Graham in his first year looking for their third win. That'll make them three and three. And uh, what a nice little season they're having uh, in his first year. Nelsonville over Megs, 1914. Fairland beating Gallia 21-7. Jackson up over Washington Courthouse 14-7. Fairland is beating Gallia Academy 21-7. Fairland is up, yes. And, and uh, I don't think that was, Yeah, I don't think that was supposed to happen. Say that again. Yeah, Fairland <laughs> uh, up 21-7 over Gallia Academy. Uh, it is second quarter. Wow. And uh, Wheelersburg getting beat right now. They're playing Harvest Prep tonight. Oh, yeah. And that's uh, with Harvest Prep. 20 to 3. Daniel, we played Harvest Prep in basketball that, one year, didn't we? That is a permanent. That uh, may have been one of the greatest Oak Hill victories in uh, our basketball history, school history, I'm what, sure. What did Norm Pearson think about it? I, I think Norm Pearson has actually stated that that was, outside of our state championship, the, the greatest win that, that we've been a part of. Now, which game was that? That was uh, Harvest Prep. That was a regional semifinal at the barn. Wheelersburg is playing Harvest <laughs> Prep right now. What's that score? They're trailing? It, they're trailing. Uh, Wheelersburg trails Harvest Prep 20 to 3. I believe second quarter. that Harvest Prep is ranked 6th in the state currently yeah, in I'd, football. I'd say you are correct. That's a ball club. That is a ball club yeah. for sure. It is 42 to 7 here at Davis Stadium. 4.46 to go and Waverly's kicking off to the Oaks. They're going to send it, and it's going down the field there. Mason Davis will pick his ball up. He's trying to run. He's up to the 30-yard line, lowers the shoulder. Man alive. He yeah. saw. Did you see that, yeah. guys? No, yeah. He saw that defender, and he lowered his shoulder down. Mason's and, pretty uh, stout. I mean, he, he's yeah. 6'2", 205. So when he lowers his shoulder like that right there, somebody's going to feel it. Like, oh, that's a big hit. They're going to they're gonna feel that one in the morning. That is an offensive big hit. Yeah, we got a couple up for big hit of the night. Uh, number 74, Trevin Irwin, early, played a big hit. And then uh, we wrote down Blaze Ford, number 52. He's very active. It's first and 10 for the Oaks. Ball on their own 30-yard line. 
it's actually one of the better field positions that they've yeah. got yeah. after a kickoff tonight. Yeah, Mason's doing a great job. 4.40 to go in the half. Oaks trail 42-7. Eddie keeping the ball. He's going to gain eight yards. Yeah. It'll be a second down and two for the Oak Hill Oaks. A lot of success on that uh, misdirection, faking the handoff and take, keeping it for himself. And uh, got eight yards on that one. Eight yards. Oh, Eddie, he could sell it. Yeah. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, you know, faked the handoff to Bailey Usley, and Bailey just about got tackled because the uh, guy really thought he handed it off to him. We got a couple of state champions in the press box here tonight. Up behind us. Well, yeah, I got four of you. There's two here, two up there, two more over there. That's right. We're state champs all over the place tonight. State champions. Old money. Yeah, we got told uh, Mr. Brown and uh, who's over by the, uh, see here, that'd be, gosh, I can't think of his last name, Evans, his brother, Potter, 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 Potter. Eli, right? Evan, Evan, Evan. I got Eli at school. There's a flag on the play. Flag on the play. It was second down and two. Going to be on Oak Hill. That was a hold. Got a holding call there on the Oak Hill Oaks. Going to back him up just a little. There's Archie the Acorn. Good to see Archie out there. I like Archie. He needs a green shirt. Oh, yeah. He's uh, missing out tonight on the green. Archie wants a green shirt. I do like those uniforms. I know we've said it a lot tonight, but that is, uh, for for a throwback uniform, that, that is really nice. We need to find this one. I yeah, believe we that do. we can get us we one that the coaches have. If yeah. you would like, gentlemen, yeah. uh, I can arrange that for us. I like that gray one I've seen up here in the press box somebody's wearing. I might try to get one of those. Little black and gray. Here we go. Abley is uh, called for the ball. He's in the gun. He's looking to pass. All right, there's McKinnis. McKinnis is going to be open, but uh, it just took a little too long to develop. Yeah, it sure did. I think McKinnis was kind of hoping for a defensive holding right there, but it uh, wasn't going to happen for him. But McKinnis has got a lot of speed. He's participated in the state track meet last year, so we know if he gets loose down the sideline, he's hard to catch. He wanted that ball. Yeah, it would have been nice to get it in his hands. I'm surprised that we haven't tried to draw some up to where we could get it to him maybe uh, quickly, you know, get him the ball quickly and, and try to get him some room out and in, in some space out there to let him run around. Yeah. But uh, Well, and the problem is he's going to have defenders on him. Yeah, he, he is you, the target. Well, you're right. He He's yeah. uh, the number one receiver right now too because Andy Meldick is out but right. right now as far as this play is uh, getting set up he is in uh, just man coverage out there. Yeah. Number 15 guarding him man to man. We're going to let this one go down. We got time out here. Meldick is out with a little muscle injury. Yeah we uh, we miss and watching the chick man out there. Yeah Brunton is out with little Injury. Well, just look medical at medical injury. Look at how many are are out there in their t- in plain clothes. You know, They're, they got their jersey and shorts on. We uh, we're looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven starters. Yeah, I mean that that's tough. That is that is tough. One of them on crutches. It's a bad situation. It is a bad situation. Yeah. 
Yeah, it sure is. But I tell you, the ones that are out there right now are doing everything they can to keep this I'll, score respectful. I will say this. I think that tonight the offensive line has really yeah. stepped it up. Yeah, they have. Uh, yeah. Because the the reality is this stuff could be wild and nasty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, the, with the kind of athleticism that the Waverly defense could bring to the yeah, game. Right, right. And the way this game started, yeah. I, I was very, very worried. The reason we're not in the game is we're just we don't have the offensive playmakers or the defensive ones to to stop them. But our offensive line, you can't complain about that. No, no, they're doing a great job. And there we go. A little fake action. Eddie's trying to go, but he's brought down with a shoestring tackle. Going to bring up fourth and about eleven for the Oaks. They'll have to punt this one out of here. Two minutes, 55 seconds to go in the half. Oaks trail 42-7 at the half, excuse me, with 2.48 to go. Clock's going to continue to run, so we're going to probably take this all the way down to almost just above two minutes and punt it away. And we know that with their high-powered offense, that's plenty of time for Waverly to get another score before halftime. But uh, it's Oak Hill defense. Be a great stop for him before half. Snaps off. Punt is nice. Yeah, nearly blocked again, but a really good bounce for O'Kill, too. Oh, it's still going. Keep on going. It's going to be all the way down to about the 30. Where are they going to mark it at? Looks like, oh, yeah, they're giving a that's great a, spot. That's a really good punt for Gary. 31 yard uh, line. At our punt game for. Oh, you might as well game. say yeah. that was a 50-yard punt. Yeah, that was that was a good, good punt. And you notice the last time he punted, when it hit the ground, it did that same thing. It just took off. Uh, I don't know if he's doing that purposely or not. I'll have, we'll have to ask uh, head coach, or not head coach, but uh, special teams coordinator Daniel Stewart, see if he's been practicing that. That's, I know when and they we're get, sure that he is. Well, I know when they get into the end zone area, they, they try to do that right. backspin and so maybe he's putting forward spin on it somehow. English. Some, for, a some little, English. for the Welshman. Yeah. There's a big run here by Waverly. Oh, wow. Oh, he, he stays on his feet. I believe he stepped out of bounds. And Bo McNeil just saved the, the day right there. Saved day. Uh, yeah, Bo ran him down like a mighty lion after a gazelle <laughs> in the African wilderness <laughs> and jumped on his back and slammed that man to the ground. On about the 25-yard line, they Daniel. flew in there like a dragon. Yeah, he flew in there. It was like a mighty fire-breathing dragon yeah. and yeah. brought down the enemy uh, at the 25-yard line. Unfortunately, a, a really big gain by Jace Hurd, number 22, the running back, and like you said, all the way down to the 25-yard line. And here we go. Uh, out of the gun, we're going to feed the ball to number 22, and he'll go in for the touchdown. Touchdown, Waverly. Oh, Landon Osborne and Bailey usually just got a hand on him. But, I mean, number uh, 22, Jace Hurd. Is that his fourth one tonight? That's his third tonight. Third. And it's his third touchdown on the evening. A career day for the senior. Just a career day. 48-7 to seven is your score with one minute and 54 seconds to go in the half. Oh, 
Little miss. Oh, we're going to do a little two-point conversion. Well, a little miscue on the snap, and it wasn't planned. But, but it's good. But it is good. A little miscue, and, uh, and uh, he had to just drop the holder, had to drop back and throw it, and he <laughs> he just threw it up a prayer, really, and number four caught it for a two-point conversion. Quentin Hurd. Quentin Hurd. And they they the did, right just to be clear, they did not do that on purpose. I don't I don't think they would have done that to I run up it. the score. There's no there's no way. It was just a box. It's actually it's actually a great play by the special teams yeah. to make a play out of a box. Right. Play. It it really was. It kind of like the punts that we had a few weeks ago, right. where Garrett was able to turn them into first down. Yeah. Yeah. Not intended. But nevertheless, that brings your score 50-7 to here at Davis yeah. Stadium. Oak Hill Oaks trailing tonight the Waverly Tigers with one minute and 54 seconds to go in the first half. So obviously coming out of the path, that's going to be a, a running clock. And uh, running clock situation. Uh, Oak Hill will get another chance to try to score here, put some points on the board. As I'm looking behind me here, I see some Welsh flag facial tattoos. Oh, yeah. Did you get those in the spirit store at school today? Yes, yeah. the Oak Hill Spirit Store. Very good. Uh, you know, back in business, getting some spirit gear distributed. What a great day. You got yeah. Welsh flag face tattoos. Pretty cool. Great day to be an oak. It's a great day to be a red dragon. A red dragon. That's Mr. Jacob Van Dyne. I think he's one of the band aides. I see. A Band-Aid. Oh, a Band-Aid. Do you see that? That's Interesting, Michael. Mason Davis, a big hit right there, lowered the shoulder and rolled number 10 as with the ball in his hands. We might want to – Well, he got to consider him for big hits. I can tonight. tell you, he's making sure that those guys don't want to go tackle him because as soon as they come near him, he's just like, I'm going to lower my shoulder and put you into the ground. Even yeah. if I go to the ground, you're going to feel it worse than I do. Ball's on the 25-yard line there for the Mighty Oaks as they will take over first and 10 on their own 25. Like I said, he's 6'2", 205. I never had that luxury, Daniel. I never could just, uh, you know, power train somebody like that. No, no. I, and, Marco, I don't, I don't even think you're still at uh, Oh, no. That no. N- never in my lifetime. I, I had to have speed and agility. That was yeah. That was my only hope there. Well, I've had the philosophy of uh, put it in four low and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Ball. Oh, nice. good blocking. Good run by Davis. Way to go around the outside. Excellent. On his feet. That, excuse me, Landon Osborne. He's going to have a gain of a good 14, maybe 15 yards. They're going to give him 16 yards. Great play. And Great he, play. And he ran there's, out of bounds. Stopped the clock. There's that O-line. Yeah. Absolutely. Really good blocking on That's that Best run Landon Osborne may have had all year. Yeah. He may have more rushing yards tonight than he's had yeah. all year combined. Yeah. Made possible, like Daniel said, by the offensive line. It's very just, good. Just as the game's made possible by our great sponsors, that play was yeah. made possible by our great Red Dragon yeah. offensive line out there, gentlemen. Red Dragons. We could get used to that. I like it. I'll tell you right now, I just like it. Matt Bennett likes it, too. The Red Dragon. Matt loves it. Dragon Eye Bennett. <laughs> oh, I see. The Waverly Tigers had too many men. Penalty declined. First down, Landon Osborne going around the outside to the left. He's not going to gain 15 that time, but I believe he will gain one, at maybe least, two. Yeah, at least one. One sixteen to go in the half. Second nine for the Oaks on their own 41-yard line, 42. One minute and four seconds to go in the first half. 
If you're just tuning in, the Oaks are trailing 50 to 7. One minute to go. Clock is running in this first half, second quarter. Let's see if we can get a Hail Mary here and put one more on the board. Here we go. Eddie's trying to get a first down. He's going to get several nice, nice plays there. Bo McNeil just uh, had him some activity there with number 14. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's, that's freshman on freshman. Uh, Davian McBride, a five foot eight, 140 freshman. Give Duking me McNeil's stats here. I think, I think that's 44, actually. For uh, Bo McNeil's stats. Yeah. Freshman. Uh huh. Six foot, 160 pounds. And six foot, 160 pounds. Tough as it come right there. Absolutely. You said that was not 14? Yeah, that was 44, Will Armstrong. He's actually a junior, 6'1", 150. I thought he was tangled up with 15. I did, too. Well, nevertheless, folks, it's halftime. Oaks Trail, 50-7. to You keep it right here on 97.7 WCJO, the Bull FM, home of Oak Hill football. We'll be right back after this. It's halftime here at Davis Stadium. If you'll keep it tuned in right here, we will be right back after the halftime break. You're listening to Football Friday Night on 97 Country, The Bull. Let's go out and do something. Something like what? I don't know. Something fun. Something exciting. Something new. Something delish. I know. Let's go bowling at Leela Lane's and eat pizza at Amore's Pizzeria. Yeah, bowling is something fun and exciting. Especially with something new at Leela Lane's. Especially with new renovations underway at Leela Lane's. Not to forget that Amore's Pizzeria is right inside of Leela Lane's. Let's go now. Leela Lane's and Amore's Pizzeria. Something great. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Football. Named best sports program in the country by the National Association of State Radio Networks. Tonight in High School Football is presented by Bex Hybrids. Now here's your host, Skip Mossick. And hi again everyone, welcome to Tonight in High School Football's Halftime Report. This evening we'll talk a little officiating with Bo Rugg, who heads that up for the OHSAA. We'll chat with Bo next on the Ohio News Network. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of the OEA's 120,000 members, we're proud to bring you tonight's game. Our members are the public school educators who coach your kids on and off the field because we believe in the potential of every student and their right to a high-quality public education, no exceptions. That's why we will continue to speak in one voice to demand the supports and resources our public schools need because public education matters. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Beck's, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination, delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Bex, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. Keep your athlete in action with Holzer's Saturday Morning Sports Injury Clinics. 
Doctors Kelly Rausch and Charles Zurenberg offer Saturday morning clinics at Holzer Sycamore and Gallipolis from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. and the Holzer Clinic in Jackson from 9 a.m. to noon every Saturday during the fall sports season. Dr. Rausch and Dr. Z have the experience and team to keep your athlete in action. Holzer Sports Medicine. No appointment necessary. Walk-ins are welcome. Howard Hanna, the McNerlin Network team, is excited for you to meet our newest agent, Dylan McCarroll. Dylan is a veteran and has worked as a correction officer and is ready to serve Southern Ohio with all of their real estate needs. Just call 740-239-1239 to schedule your free consultation today. Remember, call Dylan McCarroll with the McNerlin Network team at 740-239-1239. That's 740-239-1239. Good people bring good people. At Buckeye Construction and Restoration, it's the foundation of our projects and our company. What started in a garage with two people and a dream now employs over 100 with offices locally in Wellston, Waterford, and Cincinnati. BCR offers competitive salaries, professional development opportunities, and an employee referral bonus program. Join one of the fastest growing companies in the Midwest by calling 833-775-1595 or visit bcrmco.com to apply. BCR, preserving our history with the hands of craftsmen. This is tonight in high school football on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Skip Mossick. We are presented by Beck's Hybrids. At Beck's, they are and will remain farmers at heart. And welcome back, everyone. Halftime of your game. We're joined for a few minutes this evening by Bo Rugg, Director of Officiating and Sports Management with the OHSAA. And, Bo, we know there's been a concerted effort the last couple of years for outreach to recruit new officials. Have those efforts been effective? And I guess in what areas have you had the most success? Well, they have been effective. We've had the most success, really, on getting people interested. Uh, you know, since we went online training, we've got, oh, gosh, uh, last year we had over 4,000 apps out there. And and as far as uh, new officials, probably about 700 across all sports. Um, I think what our issue is now that our challenge and we're working through it is to get more clinic-type-based things to get them some experience before they actually go out on the field court. Um, that's that's what we're working on, and, and uh, so far, so good. We've had an uptick this year, and we're looking to uh, continue that trend. Bo, I know many times football officials are former players who want to stay involved with the sport. Do you encourage this? I guess even planting a seed while they're still in school. Absolutely, yeah. we got about 50-some schools that are – um, teaching some um, officiating uh, classes uh, as part of curricula, and that really helps us. Uh, we like to plant the seed. You know, um, 96 point something of our athletes aren't going to play at the next level, and then you go to the next level, and that it's another 98% of those aren't going to play at the following level. So uh, we'd like to keep them involved in the game and then and, and serving others by being an official. You know, Bo, we've asked you about this in the past, but we get the question all the time. In football, are there typically crews, or do you assign individuals from game to game? Well, regular season is almost all crews. Um, 99% is crews. Uh, what we do in playoffs, uh, weeks 11 and 12, we do crews from around the state, and then uh, um, I make up 56 crews for the following weeks. Uh, obviously, we have 56 games on week 13, 28 on week 14, uh, 
14 on 15 and seven in the finals and those crews are made up and so those people working finals uh, that are made up from different uh, individual people will have worked um, four games together and that's a good thing one of the things we try to do especially when we're making up those crews is even though we're, we're making up from individuals we're going to have some people that are on the same crew together and they're at the same level so we'll keep them together so i've probably got I don't know, 60% of those crews that I make up have at least one other or two other people that work together all the time. So uh, we'll try to group people together if we can. Uh, We definitely keep them, um, for the most part, uh, from the same uh, area of the state. You know, Bo, last thing, if people are interested in becoming an official, there are details on the OHSAA webpage, but I guess how long of a process is it to go through the class and the certification process, and are there different levels, I guess, of certification to become a referee versus, say, a line judge, back judge, et cetera? That's a great question. No, there aren't. Um, you just become an official in football, and then you you end up when you work lower level games, probably work in a lot of different positions and uh, through a season, and that's where you really learn and and kind of get what you want. The process takes you know it's it's individual since you're taking it online, um, you can do it in a you know two day period or you can take a month. Um, you're just going to watch the modules and go through it and. And 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 then get through that. And what happens a lot of times is people just get really interested and do it faster because they just you know it's like uh, like eating candy. You know, you just keep eating. <laughs> well, it is halftime. I guess you just made everybody hungry. Bo Rugg, director of officiating and sports management with the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Bo, we always appreciate your time. Thank you. Anytime, Skip. Take care. <laughs> All right. And we'll be back to wrap up this week's Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. A halftime report presented by Bex Hybrids next on the Ohio News Network. Bex recognizes this week's player with heart, Kobe Four, from Paulding High School for his commitment and passion on the field and within the farming community. I just like how it takes a whole group to do it. You can't just do it on your own. And when you do it, you build tight bonds with everyone on that field. Kobe loves football and his teammates, but he's also involved in Habitat for Humanity and crushing cans for cancer. But one of his favorite activities is doing service projects for FFA. We had to go around the uh, town square and take down different posts and stuff like that, and they just need touched up a little bit to make them easier to change all the different banners and everything we hang on them. And through it all, he's developed a passion for farming. It means basically everything. If you think about it, everywhere you look, agriculture somehow has their part in things. The farming, the livestock, soils. At Bex, we are in Will Remain Farmers at Heart. An alarming number of preteens are already drinking alcohol, which makes it urgent to find every opportunity to talk to your kids about the dangers of underage drinking. They really do hear you. For tips on what to say, visit talktheyhearyou.samhsa.gov. That's talktheyhearyou.samhsa.gov. This has been a public service message from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, Gaia Jackson Meg's Adam H. Board, and Jackson County Spark. 
Hi, this is Kristen Mershon, the director of the Rye Green Jackson Center. If you are interested in taking college classes towards an associate degree, obtaining a certification in the in-demand jobs that are needed in our workforce, come and talk to me. The Jackson Center is 980 East Main Street, Jackson, Ohio, and my phone is 740-288-0284. I would love to help you through the entire process, financial aid and all. I can do it all. Thanks. Who are you going to call when you need a fence? Custom Fencing and Supply in Oak Hill, Ohio. Specializing in all things fencing, residential, commercial, and custom gate fabrication. No job too big or too small. Call today for your free quote or visit us online at www.customfencingohio.com for an instant estimate. Custom Fencing and Supply, your local fencing experts. Call 740-245-1018. That's 740-245-1018. Happy Happy fall and happy happy football football season. season. Professional football became a fall favorite when it was introduced in 1920. That's 19 years after Ohio Mutual Insurance Group began keeping the promises that secure dreams. Stop in and see us at Lockhart Insurance Agency to learn more about Ohio Mutual. We can help you select the right coverage for your needs. Give us a call at 740-384-2020. If you want to protect your auto, home, farm, or business, you want Ohio Mutual on your team. Shriver Machine and Fabrication is a proud sponsor of Oak Hill Athletics. In need of top-notch welding, precision mechanical work, or general machine work? Look no further than Shriver Machine and Fabrication. Located at 6679 State Route 93 in Oak Hill, Shriver Machine and Fabrication will get your equipment running smoothly and efficiently. But that's not all. They're not just about the work. They're about building lasting relationships. Your satisfaction is top priority, and they always go the extra mile to ensure a great experience. Whether you're in agriculture, manufacturing, construction, or any industry that needs reliable machinery, trust Shriver Machine and Fabrication to be your go-to repair and fabrication partner. Booth Insurance Agency has been serving Jackson and Vinton counties in all of southeastern Ohio area since 1955. We are proud to be affiliated with Range, Ohio Mutual, Progressive, and Western Reserve Insurance Companies. We can provide you with automobile, homeowners, and business insurance. We are a complete insurance agency here to get you the best insurance possible. We shop for the best rates so you don't have to. Call David at 740-596-5815 for your free no-obligation rate today. Or visit BoothInsuranceAgency.net. O-N-N. Our thanks once again to Bo Rugg, Director of Officiating and Sports Management with the Ohio High School Athletic Association for joining us this evening. If you have any questions and want more information about becoming an Ohio High School official, simply visit their website at ohsaa.org. Enjoy the second half of your ball game. I'm Skip Mossick on the Ohio News Network. This has been the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. Presented by Bex Hybrids. A reminder, you can listen to many of our affiliate broadcasts from across the state at onnradio.com. From the Ohio News Network. Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance, then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers. Nimco Propane is your local propane provider serving all your propane needs. Nimco Propane sets all tank sizes all year round and customer service is their number one priority. 
Nimco fills all orders in a timely manner, and they accept heat vouchers and carry welding supplies. Call the professionals at Nimco Propane today, 740-596-4477, or check them out on Facebook. That's Nimco Propane. Dakota's, Jackson's premier place for steak and ribs, has been proudly serving the community since 2004. Come out and join us for all your local favorites like our one-of-a-kind onion loaf. Or treat yourself to one of our world-class hand-cut steaks. Enjoy the fall weather fireside on our amazing patio outdoor dining area. At Dakota's, your experience and safety are our number one priority. Here you're always treated like family. That's Dakota's Jackson at 451 McCarty Lane. Great food, great friends. Great fun. Come and get it. The Happenings Bistro is located at 1130 Pennsylvania Avenue in Wellston and prides itself on providing a wide variety of home-cooked dishes. They're open Monday through Saturday, 11 to 830, and Sunday, 11 to 7, for both dine-in and takeout. Stop by or call 740-855-4445 to find out what the daily special is today. That's 740-855-4445. The Happenings Bistro, providing comfort food with local flair. The Lewis and Gillen Funeral Home has been serving the Jackson and Oak Hill areas for many years. Starting in Oak Hill in 1941 as the Keener Lewis Funeral Home and expanding into Jackson in 1984 and becoming the Lewis and Gillen Funeral Home in 2012. Throughout the years, we've been a funeral home that believes each family gets the same level of attention and care they deserve during difficult times. Lewis and Gillen Funeral Home, 202 West Maple Avenue in Oak Hill and 28 Harding Avenue in Jackson. Lewis Gillen Funeral Home, Director David Gillum. Your home of Oak Hill Oaks football is 97 Country, the Bull. And we're back here at Davis Stadium as we've been serenaded by some fantastic uh, music tonight by the Mighty Oaks Marching Band, the Indiana Jones, followed by the Mission Impossible. Wow, what a night here, Michael. Yeah, they're doing a great job. I heard the uh, their little movie serenade lineup there at the uh, Apple Festival on Wednesday, and uh, they did those numbers. And Indiana Jones, that sounded just like it. I mean, oh, that, that was amazing. Good. Yeah, yes. they, they're doing a great job with that. So great halftime show here by the Marching Oaks Band. Yeah, you know, whenever they was playing that Indiana Jones, I... Walked into the press box, and Scott Lewis looked just like the leader there in the Temple of Doom, yeah. getting ready to extract that man's heart out of the cage. Right. I don't know what yeah. got into him up here, but yeah. uh, thankfully they changed songs, and Matt Bennett was spared. <laughs> well, what do you say, Scott? High School what? Athletic Director Scott Lewis here with us. I just like to say the bands are doing a terrific job tonight. Yeah. Bryce Warrens and his staff does a great job with our kids. Uh, you see him up at practice in the evenings after school, and uh, Waverly's band. You got to get half tossed with them tonight because they did a real good job. Also, yeah. got two great bands, nice high school atmosphere, and you know it's nothing like Friday nights. Boys, this is Ghostbusters. Yeah, this is unreal. Yeah, yeah Waverly's band's not bad, but ours is better. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> nothing like say. the Marching Oaks. Wow. Scott, what is new? What's going on? Any kind of athletic updates you want to get uh, No, we're getting through volleyball about halfway through, getting through um, 
Uh, football season, uh, cross country tomorrow, right, Grant? I think there's 40 teams down there. Uh, we had uh, Addie Brown finished first at Jackson Apple Festival High School, and we had Walker Fobble finished third. So those kids ran real well all year, and Coach Allen does a good job with cross country team. Uh, Mr. Wright and with the uh, golf team does well. Uh, I think next week is the uh, sectionals for the uh, girls and boys. So it's, it's busy, busy, busy time. And, uh, you know, volleyball team has improved. Uh, Coach Kaiser is doing a good job with those girls, and they work hard every day, and uh, they're competing right now. And uh, it's, it's just good to see all of our kids are improving each and every week. And, you know, for as many young kids as we have on the field tonight, I thought those kids – going out and they're learning i mean good thing about freshmen you got them for three more years and it's it's good it's good varsity experience for them it's i know it's sometimes it's hard for them to you know go out and compete every play but you know they're they're learning and they're getting a taste of it and it'll be do nothing but benefit us in the future it's funny that you say that because i know that you can't hear everything we're saying from where you sit we've been saying that all night you know we're making play calls where it's our freshmen against their juniors and seniors and you know yes it's a little bit hard to watch right now at times and it's hard to see these kind of games go but in two more years our juniors will have far more experience than most of the other juniors that they're going to be facing you know as far as football experience goes sure you know it's tough on everybody uh right now I mean, coaching staff, I mean, I think they do a great job of keeping the kids up, you know, at practice, being positive, work on little things. And you just got to kind of measure those things and, and, you know, kind of take your small victories right now and, and keep building and keep doing things right and keep learning. And eventually we'll get the ship in the right direction and, and our kids will be able to just every Friday night, you know, go out and compete and do the best they can. Sure. Or, uh, you know, it's just it's just a slow process. It's nothing, you know, it, you, you got to have experience, and we're just getting tons of young kids' experience right now. And in terms of small victories, you know, a positive that I want to talk about tonight, and I, I was able to poke my head in the in the uh, field house at halftime for a minute, congratulated the guys on this. We had these young guys completely take the Waverly fresh first quarter starting defense by surprise with an 85-yard, you could almost say flawless offensive drive and turned it into seven points, Scott. Sure, yeah. That, that's, uh, you know, the the thing with youth is inconsistency. And, you know, that drive, our kids did everything it right. It looked like a perfect Absolutely. Varsity. It was a great drive. And then you'll see other drives. We'll miss a block. We'll miss a hole. we miscommunication or yeah like that and those things right now for as young as we are and and all the injuries we have it's just hard to put good drives together with all those things keep setting you back a little bit but sure our kids keep playing hard and you know keep learning getting experience and uh it'll do nothing but benefit us in the future well there are the glimmers of hope that there is the ability it exists and uh, we just have to fine-tune it through strength conditioning and uh and good practice yeah, you know, we went to three divisions in um, most of our sports in SOC, uh, and we've been working for about a year and a half for football, and I think that's something's going to come around. Uh, about to take place. Yeah, I'm not sure, know you, you know, the time level or, or, you know, the timetable for it, but, it, you know, it's it's. I think people are now seeing the difference and the need for it. Uh, and, you know, I, I've been working behind the scenes and, and – 
you know, all of our groups here have trying to get change. And when you have 18 moving parts and 14 of them have football, it, it takes some time. But I, I think the majority of the group now sees that we need uh, need change. Tonight and I, is a clear example. Yeah. It's just a clear example uh, of the reason for this change being need, needed. Yeah. Well, and you look, you know, football is a game of numbers. And you look the number of boys available that Waverly has mm-hmm. versus the number of boys available to kill it. There's a huge difference. Sure. Uh, you know, our kid, we, our good best kids or whatever you want to say it is just as good as their best kids, but they have more of them to choose from. Sure. You know, if we have another hundred kids to choose from, you know, we could put another 30 or 40 kids on the field and that's just discrepancy in size and, and, you know, things. And it's, it, football is not an easy fix because, you know, there's so much discrepancy between the teams and the schools. But I, I think that's something that our admin's working towards, and I think it'll, you know, be you change it, coming down the road. Just like an injury list, Scott. You know, I know we've talked about having 13, 14 kids on an injury list. Well, you know, I bet you that if you went to a Wheelersburg or an Ironton, they probably have upwards of 8 to 10 kids on an injury list on a week-to-week basis. But they've got 70 kids to pull from on sure, the sideline. Absolutely. And, well, and, and I, I'll say this when Coach Carver's last year and this year, and I, I've been around uh, football probably 35, 36 years, uh, I've never seen injuries like I have this year and a couple years ago. I mean, it was unlike, it's just mind boggling. And I know the coaches sit down and talk about their programs, exercise programs, what are they doing. Uh, it's just, you know, we lost four or five kids before the season ever started. Yeah. So good kids. Yeah. Yeah. Players. Yeah, uh, game changing players. Yeah. Our lead tackler. Sure. Down. And so, I mean, it's just one of those things that, you know, and, uh, Andy's out tonight and that hers. That was something that just happened a day or so ago. So it's just, you know, it's just one of those things that uh, it seems like when it's you're rolling downhill, you keep rolling faster and faster and faster. The old snowball effect. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we can keep it positive for our kids, coaching staff. I mean, it's difficult on everybody. I've been on both ends of it, and you just got to keep plugging away, well, stay positive, and make it make it fun for the kids. Another small victory, Scott, is we're coming out to play third quarter tonight. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people may not know, but that was something that was in the air when the game started. Yeah. And it's good to see that we're able to do that and keep this game rolling. It'll be a running clock. It'll be a quick second half. And let's just keep fingers crossed that we can finish this game here tonight. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, you know, it's positive things. And, our you know, our younger kids are going to get more chance to play and yep. get better. And, uh, I'm sure the Waverly folks will adjust. I can already tell by the size it looks like some different personnel is yeah. about to come out on the field. Yeah, they were some. They had some subs in, you know, last part of the second quarter. So, um, get our kids playing and get through this thing healthy and um, get to next week and, you know, just keep getting better and yeah. staying positive in practice and do whatever it takes to get better than just keep building from there. I agree. Michael, you got anything for Scott? Well, uh, really thinking about everything you guys just said, uh, but Waverly's a Division Four football team. I mean, that that's a, that's a much larger school, and, and but the effort level from our kids is there. Oh, you absolutely. Know, that, that's that's absolutely. something that, that our, our listeners can be proud of is that the effort level, level is there. Uh, you know, we watched the first, uh, I mean, it was, it was an awful way to start the game. Three plays, two touchdowns for, for uh, Waverly. And 
we could have really just laid down right yeah, there, and yeah. we did not. Yeah. And so that that's that's a real testament to this team and 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 their effort that they've put forth tonight. Two, two folks that that really stand out to me tonight, with the exception of Eddie Abley, who has had a phenomenal game. Mason Davis, every time he's touched the ball, when he sees the defense coming, you can watch it. It's beautiful. Lowers the shoulder completely, does not back down, and delivers a blow. You know, I always remember being told, you're either the hitter or the hitty. Well, I can tell you right now, yes, he's been tackled, but he's hit someone before they've tackled. And another one tonight is little Bo McNeil. And and Bo McNeil has really done a great job as a young freshman just literally coming out of nowhere, even if it means jumping on a guy's back sure. to make tackles, just doing anything he can as a young freshman against guys that are literally twice his size. Yeah, if you notice, Bo, he's been – you can watch him week to week, and he's he's mixed up in the contact. But I mean, that's because of the experience, yeah. like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Scott, thanks a lot. It's about time for the second half kickoff. That was high school athletic director Scott Lewis giving his thoughts. We appreciate you, Scott. Thank you, guys. Go Oaks. Go Oaks, or I guess it's more like Red Dragons. Tonight. Red Dragons. Here we go for the second half kickoff. Garrett McKinnis is going to send her down, and he's going to give it the boot down deep. Waverly Tigers have picked it up. We got a little running there. One tackle escaped. Oh, no. He's going to – oh, block in the back right in front of the official. No flags whatsoever. I just don't know how they don't see that stuff. Speaking of Bo McNeil, he brought down the ball carrier there on the – it's about like the 45-yard line, 44-yard no, line they're going to mark him down. But a, a great tackle, good good effort play there by Bo McNeil to bring down the ball carrier and save really a kickoff return for a touchdown. It's so funny. Bo's uncle said, Ruby, what are you talking about up there tonight? And I said, well, I've been comparing Bobo to a wild lion in the Amazon chasing down his prey. Here we go. Trips right. We're going to give the ball right up the middle. He's went through a couple different tackles, but all in all, decent defense tackle by the Oak Hill defensive line. I don't know who the ball carrier. I'm going to look and see. I think it's 18 or I, I think you're 10? right. Well, the, the eights and the zeros on that uniform look Hawk. very similar. I think you're right. That's a 10. And then uh, the new quarterback in is Gunnar Myers. That's number eight. He's a freshman. But, Corey, he's six foot four. 185 pounds. That's a that's a tall tall freshman out there. Six Boy, he is absolutely. And here we go. Twins right. One receiver to the left. Snaps off. He's going to give it there to Malk. Malk lowers the shoulder, buddy. Wow. And keeps those feet going as he'll gain about nine yards, bringing up a Waverly first down on the Oak Hill 43-yard line. Daniel Parker back with us here in action. It's a running clock here in the second half. As the Oak Hill Oaks trail by 43 points, the score is 50 to seven at Davis Stadium. Yeah, these quarters go by very quickly with these running clocks, and we're already past the 10-minute mark as it is. So, getting their plays in, and clock just continues to grind. Twins left with uh, one receiver to the right. Quarterback in the gun. He calls for the snap by the slap of his hands. Here it comes. He's going to feed that ball there again to the Malk boy, who's Good. taken down. Big hit for Mark, uh, Bo McNeil, boys. He's yeah. a t-shirt winner tonight. Bo McNeil and wow. Blaze Ford out there. 
Wow. Wow. What a great job by little Bobo McNeil. In on almost every play. The mighty Welsh Red Dragon tonight. He's the Red Dragon winner here at Davis Stadium. Danny from the Red family. Oh, my. A family of Reds. The old McNeil brothers. Yeah. We've got some good... Uh, Good Welsh names out there in the last name. Mason Davis. Oh, wow, Michael. How about yes. that? How uh, about that? Yeah, Edward be, uh, Gibbs. Edward Gibbs. A Welsh uh, yes, I'm, native. He's here. a Welshman. Young, he young Welshman. He's a young Welshman, yeah. and he's a, a Welsh finance man, too, That's, I can tell you right now. That is right. That is right. He, I think they had the right idea. He I, practices <laughs> Welsh economics. <laughs> yeah. Saunders. Oh, yes. How about that one? I like it, Michael. Edward. Edwards. Gibbs. Gibbs. We've got some fine, fine Welsh heritage here in Oak Hill, in the village. We like the Welshmen. In the village. Welsh folks. Out in the country. You know my... Yeah, past the, past the city limit sign. Well, where, there's a, where there's a honky tonk. Yeah. Near the county line. Sing it for me, Daniel. Uh, Are you not going to sing to us? You usually sing all the time. Yeah, most, most of the time I do. Here we go. The snap is called for. The quarterback back to pass. Oh, and just about got sacked. But no, oh, incomplete. Wow. Right in his hands. Now, I got some unofficial stats here by our good friend, Red Thompson, down there on the sideline. Um, he says uh, he believes that Eddie Abley, unofficially now, has about 11 carries for 80 yards with one touchdown. And um, uh, he has passing uh Three out of five completions for 37 yards. And uh, Abley to Osborne, three carries for 25 yards. Some good okay. unofficial stats. Okay. Red, we thank you, sir. Yeah. Very thank you, thank you, thank you. On-field reporter. On-field. I wish we had a headset for Red. And he yeah, a microphone. I would yeah. love it. Yeah. That would great. be some good stuff right there. Red, we'll take that up with the management of Total Media. And... Uh, We've got a flag on the play. Oh, yikesy. Little extracurriculars out there. Yes. Well, it is the sesquicentennial. That's right. There's 150 years of Welsh pride ready to break loose at the Davis Stadium. Davis. Davis Stadium. There was Welsh yep. money, literally. Welsh yep. money built the very place right. that we're sitting. Yep. Built with hard-earned Welsh brick dollars from the right. Oak Hill Banking Institution. Yeah. Now West Banco. Now, so you could almost say that maybe some West Virginia dollar yeah. built this facility. Wow. wow, look at that wrapped up. Look at those young oaks on the young Waverly. Now, guys, here's something to talk yeah, about. Right. Here we go. Now we're playing young on young and see the results. Every single team that we have played, when it gets to this, we score. We score. We almost dominate. Yeah, we look look really good out there. I'll take it, Mike. I'll take sure it. will. Will you take it? I will. I will. Michael says in his Welsh economics, yes. if it's free, it's for me. There you have it, folks. Yes. You heard it. Michael has an uncle that is the epitome of a true Welshman, short stature, red hair. Our good friend, little Randy Evans. Oh, yeah, Randy. Franklin Township trustee. Randy and Blanche, if you're listening tonight. little shout out. Shout out shout to out. our Welsh heritage. Yes. Yeah. The theme for tonight's it, it, it Absolutely, is. it is. And we'll probably talk about it a little more as this uh, yeah. game winds down. Grandpa but. Roger always liked to say he ate cheese like a little Welsh. <laughs> there we go. 
Quarterback, Eddie, is that Eddie still in? I think it is. Eddie, wow. What a run. That was a good 12, 13-yard run. Unbelievable. You know, I believe that uh, Grant Paul Rogers' grandfather, great-grandfather, excuse me, is buried in Sardis Cemetery. I believe he did some oh, yes. genealogy on that. Yes, and uh, he is the one responsible for bringing the Evans family from Wales over here to Oak Hill, basically straight here. Providence. Yes. It reminded them so much of their native homeland. It, it, it's, yeah. That's that is exactly true story. Exactly why they said Eddie Abley scrambling. Oh, no, he's brought down for a loss. Big sack there. Big sack by number 11. That's Sawyer Myers. Going to bring up about a second 14. And in keeping with our Welsh themes uh, tonight, storytelling, I remember one time when I had Grandpa Roger on a funeral home uh, activity yeah. with me as we yeah. drove to Indiana uh, to pick up a, a lady that had passed away. And... Um, Mr. Stan Lewis, uh, Lewis told me to take Roger to dinner. Yeah. And I had, uh, you know, the company credit card, and Roger could have ate anywhere he mm-hmm. wanted, and he picked Cracker Barrel, and he got yeah. the vegetable plate. The vegetable plate. Likely the cheapest <laughs> item on the menu. Yeah. And I said, Rod, you got Stan's oh, credit card. Why are we eating the vegetable plate? That was a scramble and a fumble by Eddie Abley as we were talking, and it does appear that Waverly has recovered. Waverly did recover, and uh, yes, that is right, folks. We had a fumble on the play, and it will be Waverly football. That's 318 to go in the third quarter. Oaks Trail, 50-7. to seven. As uh, Eddie... Abley limps off the field. Hey, Abley exits the field, and I'm going to say that that's probably it for Eddie tonight. I'd say you're probably right. Here comes big Joe Antby. Joe Antby, he's probably going to be all done tonight as well. I'd say now we'll see full subs for the Oaks. Garrett McKinnis is off the field as well. There's really no point in having him out there. Snap number 10 with the fake pass on the left side to number 5. It's complete. As he's going down the sideline, pushed out of bounds there uh, by number 88 for the Oaks. Who do we got there, Michael Daniel? Toth. Michael Toth. Michael Toth. I believe uh, he resides out there by our parents, Daniel. I think the oh, toast. out in the little Welsh community of maybe corners? Yeah. The little McCoy. The Red Brush. The Red Brush. The Red That's Brush. Right. The Red Brush. Oh, Wow. All jokes aside, I don't know if there's any other place in the state of Ohio that has Welsh heritage like we do. We may be one of the number one well, Welsh heritage places in the Midwest. Well, I mean, University of Rye Grand, yeah. usually – The uh, Cooper Hollow Wildlife is nothing but Welsh yeah. cemeteries. Oh, absolutely. Uh, old cemeteries. Old cemeteries. Yeah. And with the Welsh, they brought a lot of the Presbyterian faith. That's why you see so many Presbyterian churches. Yeah, the, those guys I was just talking about were founding members, um, you know, Mariah or Sardis Church, the uh, Penuel Church out in Gallia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, very, uh, very Sims, neat history. Sims Creek. Yeah. Another great right. Welshman uh, that gave a lot to this community was our friend Jack Thomas. Mm-hmm. Jack Thomas, who got into the Oak Hill Hall of Fame 
very proud of his Welsh heritage, and it was buried in a red blazer. He really? Loved a, yeah, yeah, he loved the high estate, and he loved being Welsh. Yeah. That was a good run here by the Waverly Tigers. Yeah, he's going around hmm. the outside, lower oh. that. Oh, my. Oh. We got a man. Oh, got he, a, he just got his bell rung, number oh, 88. Yeah, Michael Toth. Toth. Thank you. He got right up though. They're gonna they're gonna sub him in, sub him out. Yeah, he's gonna need to take a little break. Yeah. He just got he just got the clock. Yeah. Taking his wow. mouthpiece out and the trainer's taking a look at him, but yeah, uh, he 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 just got. He's gonna be okay. He's being he's having concussion protocol done right now, and uh, he's probably gonna be fine. Yes, but he did get he he got he got hit, man. Yeah. He actually got hit twice. That that second one that he caught there. Yeah. I seen on the cake for him. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's hurting, boys, right now. Yeah, but I good, good job you. for him just jump right up there. I mean, yeah. trying to help him. He's got a little pass here. Number eight, trying to get it in. He's going to get her in there, buddy. That's a touchdown, Waverly. A little easy pass yeah. and catch on number an out route. Eight to, to number, number 80-something, I think. Well, I think that was 11, was okay. it? Number 11. Is it 11? I can't see. Guys. That's uh, Sawyer Myers. Sawyer Myers. From the tight end position. Oh, wow. Gunner Myers to Sawyer Myers. Now, let's look at something. Well, boys, they got to be twins. They might be. They're both, They're both freshmen. freshmen. They're yeah. both 6'4", and one's 185, and one's 195. Wow. The 195, he must have been born about three or four seconds earlier. Absolutely. Yeah. Had a little more to yeah. He got a little on there. Store. Had yeah. a bigger house. Yeah. He got to the dinner bell. Right. He got to the dinner bell first. We're just assuming we don't know that. Yeah. They well, might be first cousins. They might, might one might be a year older. They may not even be related. Might not. What happened there? Well, they scored a touchdown and then uh, instead of electing to kick a PAT or go for two, they just took a knee out of respect for the score situation. So it's going to remain fifty six to seven with twelve minutes to go in the fourth quarter. We're gonna take us a break. We'll be right back here. You keep listening to 97.7 WCJO, the Bull, home of Oak Hill football. Crabtree's Garage, 659 State Route 233, Oak Hill, has been a big part of the Oak Hill community and supporter of Oak Hill sports. Your vehicle gets quality mechanical service at Crabtree's Garage. Crabtree's Garage also has a fine selection of brand name tires and interstate batteries. Give them a call at 740-682-7149. That's Crabtree's Garage, State Route 233, Oak Hill. Crabtree's Garage, a big supporter of the Mighty Oaks. Do you have a roofing or siding project? At Higgins, they manufacture steel roofing and siding every business day. With 16 colors in stock and 70,000 pieces of trim, they are prepared to ship your project immediately. Remember Higgins for your 40-year warranted, Energy Star compliant, American-made steel roofing and siding. Located on AC Avenue, just off 35 in Jackson. Call 800-782-4239 or visit them on the web at HigginsRoofing.com. You're listening to the Oak Hill Oaks on 97 Country, The Bull. And we're back live at Davis Stadium as I just uh, played a trick on my good friend Daniel Parker here. I told him he had to bring it back on the radio, and I wanted him to, but he did not want to. I I don't think they're ready for that, right? If you was going to bring us back, Daniel, what would you say? I'd say we're back live. Oh, <laughs> yes. Davis Stadium broadcasting yes. live right here. In Red Dragon style. Yeah. Welsh 
Ladies and gentlemen, we have shortened the fourth quarter to six minutes running clock. Yeah. Uh, in you know, in respect for the health and wellness of the Red Dragon. Yeah, and and that's great, really. I mean, I think both sides are okay with that. Oh yeah, they're fine. There comes Mason Davis receiving the kickoff. Mason Davis, how far is he going this time? Thirty yard line. I see some fellers rolling out there. Nice little young man there from the Waverly Tigers, number seventy nine, running off the field, taking the kicking block. Looks like he about pulled a hammy there on the uh, right. Buddy, I'll tell you what, he was getting it. Now. Right hamstring, yeah. He was getting it. Looks like Red Thompson's about packed it up. He's going to head out soon, I believe. Might just be getting a better vantage point over there. Yeah, he could be. I bet you'll have some uh, nice pictures so everybody can see the, the collars of our yeah. jerseys. and the He's West. got some great ones at yeah. the, the presentation. Yeah. People need that's, to, that's a really good yeah, point, Daniel, because uh, we've been talking about them a lot. And uh, Red, Red has captured those, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take a look at them. Not only tonight, guys, but look at all of the memories that Red Thompson has captured for – Hundreds of not just Oaks, right. but literally athletes, news, people, school, just the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. he, he's dedicated his life, uh, his best years yeah. have been given to promoting our community. Yeah. One of the unsung heroes. Absolutely. Yeah, buddy. Daniel and I graduated 15 and 16 years ago, and uh, he definitely covered. Many of our many of our sporting events. You know how much he had to love that state championship. Oh yeah, him and Buzzy. Oh, he loved Buzzy. Buzzy. Pandemonium. Yeah, it was. It was. (laughs) As Buzzy would say. Other pandemonium. (laughs) Those were great times. You know, we've not talked about Buzzy a lot up here, but Buzzy. I mean, we did last year, but Buzzy was up in this broadcasting booth for many, many years, well over three decades, uh, probably. More than that, I would say. I don't have an exact number in front of me, but uh, spent uh, a lot of time in, in, uh, involved with Oak Hill Athletics and uh, the an unsung public, hero. The uh, driveway up to this Buzz point Way. is uh, Harold Buzzy Fisher Way, and uh, much deserved. Shotgun Oosley gives the ball there to oh, I, I believe I believe Landon Osborne. We'll see. No, number seven. Who's that, guys? Number seven. Noah Johnson. What a great run by Noah Johnson. Very good. Very good. Yeah, Buzz, you know, this is – we really do this to keep – in part, to keep Buzzy's legacy alive. Buzzy, uh, I know Michael and I have no plans to hang this up anytime soon. Uh, We'll do it as long as we're physically able. And as long as Daniel will continue to buy us hot dogs. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you guys had the Giovanni's Pizza tonight. Right. Oh, Scott Lewis right. did great with the Giovanni's yeah, Pizza. Yeah, that was that was clutch. Yeah, it was. Oh, wow. We got some. Look at this. Look at this. Number 15, Bo McNeil. <laughs> guys. That's a, Bo, Bo, Bo McNeil. I'm going to circle. 35. He's yeah. the winner. Who's number 35 for these rascals? Okay, yeah. Carter Jones, 5'9", freshman. Bo McNeil just took Carter Jones from the left hash of the field, and he planted him in the Oak Hill 
sideline. He took yeah. him to the He the almost track. took him to the track. Yeah, yeah. he so took he, him to the track. Uh, you guys have been missing. I, you guys are kind of paying attention to the yeah. to the main play. Yeah. I've been kind of looking. I, I look elsewhere. I'm not going to lie, Daniel. I did not even know where the main play was because I before this play. Oh, no. What happened before? I'm telling you, that's when I started to say there's some extra creepers out there. I thought they were going to throw down. Let's see what happens right here. Snaps off. Oosley gives it to Johnson. Johnson gets him a few. Where's little Bobo at? Uh, he's laying on the ground somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, he pancaked. He pancaked. That was that a pancake boy. block. Yeah, and it was all legal. There was nothing <laughs> wrong with it. He, <laughs> that Waverly boy got up and was like, "Where am I?" <laughs> Hit of the night. I think that's oh, the yeah. Monroe collision. Oh, well, he's collision. Collision I mean, of the game. Gosh, we owe him three T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> At least a dozen big old hot dogs. Yeah. Absolutely. Twins left. <laughs> Snaps off. There goes Johnson. He wants a touchdown so bad he's going to get the first down. Maybe a uh, maybe a baker's dozen of those uh, hot dogs. I would Give him an extra one. It would be what happened there is that McNeil temper starting to come out. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. the deal, guys. We, the joke. It's not a joke, but everyone talks about the old days. Yeah. Well, Oak Hill's got them farm boys. You know, they got them strong units. Well, I can tell you right now, I believe Bo McNeil plants a cornfield, a sweet corn that he harvests and sells in the summer. Am I right about this? You are, those are facts. And those are facts. He is one of the true farm boys left in small town USA, and uh, I like it. Snaps off. We're going to pass the ball to number six. It's incomplete, but it was there. Bo McNeil was on the ground. And Every uh, play. No, notice the Tigers are not helping him up. <laughs> <laughs> He's been a nuisance. Yeah. Oh, there was some words uh, there with number 53. Was that our was that our guy? No, it's not. That was 35. All right, Bo, I need one more good one here for the night. We're, we're, we have eclipsed under a minute now. Don't give up now, Bo. Just just send it home. We're going to see two more plays. Bo's grandma wants to hear our video recordings, by the way. We love Miss Pam McNeil. Here we go, 45 How seconds. Snap is off. There goes Bo. He's got him wrapped up. Look, he's going. He, <laughs> guys, he's still going. Oh, my. He drove him 16, 18, almost. <laughs> what a block. That was a, it was a good run there by that's Noah Johnson. Your, that's your ball game, everyone. He's still having it. It's, uh, it's so over with here at Oak Hill High School. Oaks will fall tonight. Actually, the Oaks did not fall. Tonight, the Red Dragons that's, fell that's true. to the Waverly yeah. Tigers. Uh, what year was that? That was 1933. 56-7 yeah. at Davis 90 Stadium. 90 years. 90 years since the Red Dragon has Ladies flown around. Ladies and gentlemen, keep it right here on 97.7 WCJO. We're going to take a small break, but we will come back to hear words from Oak Hill High School head football coach Tyler Kratzenberg shortly after this break. Happy fall and happy football season. Professional football became a fall favorite when it was introduced in 1920. That's 19 years after Ohio Mutual Insurance Group began keeping the promises that secure dreams. Stop in and see us at Lockhart Insurance Agency to learn more about Ohio Mutual. We can help you select the right coverage for your needs. 
give us a call at 740-384-2020. If you want to protect your auto, home, farm, or business, you want Ohio Mutual on your team. Good people bring good people. At Buckeye Construction and Restoration, it's the foundation of our projects and our company. What started in a garage with two people and a dream now employs over 100 with offices locally in Wellston, Waterford, and Cincinnati. BCR offers competitive salaries, professional development opportunities, and an employee referral bonus program. Join one of the fastest-growing companies in the Midwest by calling 833-775-1595 or visit bcrmco.com to apply. BCR, preserving our history with the hands of craftsmen. Hi, this is Kristen Mershon, the director of the Rye Green Jackson Center. If you are interested in taking college classes towards an associate degree, obtaining a certification in the in-demand jobs that are needed in our workforce, come and talk to me. The Jackson Center is 980 East Main Street, Jackson, Ohio, and my phone is 740-288-0284. I would love to help you through the entire process, financial aid and all. I can do it all. Thanks. A bank is not just for loans. We provide all kinds of financial services. Innovative, state-of-the-art online and mobile banking technology, business banking, checking, savings, and investing. We can provide loans at some of the lowest rates possible. Stop by or give us a call. We're an equal housing lender. Ohio Valley Bank. Community first. Member FDIC. Schreiber Machine and Fabrication is a proud sponsor of Oak Hill Athletics. In need of top-notch welding, precision mechanical work, or general machine work? Look no further than Schreiber Machine and Fabrication. Located at 6679 State Route 93 in Oak Hill, Schreiber Machine and Fabrication will get your equipment running smoothly and efficiently. But that's not all. They're not just about the work. They're about building lasting relationships. Their satisfaction is top priority, and they always go the extra mile to ensure a great experience. Whether you're in agriculture, manufacturing, construction, or any industry that needs reliable machinery, trust Schreiber Machine and Fabrication to be your go-to repair and fabrication partner. Nimco Propane is your local propane provider serving all your propane needs. Nimco Propane sets all tank sizes all year round and customer service is their number one priority. Nimco fills all orders in a timely manner and they accept heat vouchers and carry welding supplies. Call the professionals at Nimco Propane today, 740-596-4477 or check them out on Facebook. That's Nimco Propane. Do you remember being a kid and waking to the smell of bacon frying on the stove? Or the smell of fresh steaks on the grill? Those days are not over. Dave's Custom Butchering in Wellston brings back those childhood memories with some of the best fresh meats available for your family. Smoked bacon, homemade brats, fresh ground beef, and unbelievable steaks are waiting for you at Dave's Custom Butchering. Dave's Custom Butchering, West Broadway Street in Wellston. Call ahead and we'll have your order ready. 740-384-2340. Howard Hanna, the McNerland Network team, is excited for you to meet our newest agent, Dylan McCarroll. Dylan is a veteran and has worked as a correction officer and is ready to serve Southern Ohio with all of their real estate needs. Just call 740-239-1239 to schedule your free consultation today. Remember, call Dylan McCarroll with the McNerland Network team at 740-239-1239. That's 740-239-1239. An alarming number of preteens are already drinking alcohol, which makes it urgent to find every opportunity to talk to your kids about the dangers of underage drinking. They really do hear you. For tips on what to say, visit talktheyhearyou.samhsa.gov. That's talktheyhearyou.samhsa.gov. 
www.samhsa.gov. This has been a public service message from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, Gaia Jackson Meg's Adam H. Board, and Jackson County Spark. Calling all community champions. Jackson County Banking Center has a new account especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. Get rewards, discounts, and other benefits with community champions checking. School secretaries, hospital housekeeping, dispatchers, and nurses are a fraction of the people who deserve something extra for their dedication to others. Our community champions make the world better. Visit bcnbfamily.bank or your local branch to open today. Member FDIC. Dakota's, Jackson's premier place for steak and ribs, has been proudly serving the community since 2004. Come out and join us for all your local favorites like our one-of-a-kind onion loaf. Or treat yourself to one of our world-class hand-cut steaks. Enjoy the fall weather fireside on our amazing patio outdoor dining area. At Dakota's, your experience and safety are our number one priority. Here you're always treated like family. That's Dakota's Jackson at 451 McCarty Lane. Great food, great friends. Great fun. Brian's Exhaust and Performance, 4934 State Route 93, Oak Hill, specializes in exhaust repair, diesel pickup performance need, pickup, and Jeep accessories. Phone 740-682-3110. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And by appointment on Saturday, 8 a.m. to 12 noon. That's Brian's Exhaust and Performance, a proud supporter of Oak Hill Sports. You're listening to the exciting Southern Ohio Conference football action of the mighty Oak Hill Oaks. Only on 97 Country, The Bull, WCJO-FM, Jackson. All right, guys, I'm, uh, I am, uh, I wasn't up here tonight, but I could definitely see that that was a blowout game right there. Okay, Mason, this is Mason Ruby bringing us back on the air tonight. Uh, Mason Ruby, a nice fourth grade student at Oak Hill Elementary, uh, coming up to share a few post-game thoughts uh, before Coach Kratzenberg gets here. And, and Mason did call it out. I mean, he's, a, you know, the, a spoken from the mouth of babe. Yeah. It, it was a blowout here at the Oak Hill Oak Stadium tonight. But, Mason, there was also some positive things out there tonight. Yeah, um, uh, but... Uh... Like, tell us like some some of the good things that happened tonight, mate. Well, I wasn't really watching. Paying attention. You weren't chasing uh, chasing girls around, were you out there? I was playing football with my friends. Oh, okay. Oh, so you guys kind of picked up your own game of football tonight. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very yeah. good. Well, Mason, we do appreciate you coming Oh, up and here by tonight. the way, this is just for Cole Brown. He told me to do this for him tonight. Hey, Cole Brown, you are on the radio tonight. Well, last Saturday, Cole Brown threw the amazing touchdown pass, and I'm telling you what, whenever us Hill boys get into this high school, I'm definitely going to tell you that we will win a couple of good games. That's well, good. That's great, that's Mason, good. and what Very a good, good shout-out to Mr. Cole Brown, little and, Cody. And also Peyton Gallimore. He's he's my best friend, um, uh He's the, he's going to make himself be a very good wide receiver when we get into football action. Wow. Very Shout good. out to Cole Brown and Peyton Gallimore from Mr. Mason Ruby. Mason, thanks so much for coming up and talking to us tonight. Yes, sir. I'm proud to be here, and I am proud to be in the Oak. Just because, listen, people, just because we lose, that don't mean we got a bad team. That's right. Right. 
right. Yeah. We got a good team. We just it it's just hard. We got a new coach in and all that. I'm pretty sure we'll get them. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure we'll start one some. Yeah. Our, next, our next time's season. coming. Yeah, that's yeah, right. It's yes, coming. Sir. Yes, Mason, sir. tell us how about that band down there. Oh yeah, I bet them people can hear that band from up here. Yeah, I bet they can. Yeah. What, what's your thoughts about the band? What do you think about your Marching Oaks band? I love it. It's one of the best bands that I've probably heard in my whole life. Awesome. All right, why don't you pass that headset on to our next guest? All right, here comes the Parker Ruby. Parker likes the bands. I know that for oh, sure. Oh, absolutely he yeah. does. We've got a little, uh, you know, Oak Hill and Waverly bands playing together out there right now. That's what we're hearing from down on the field, and they're a little uh, mingling right now, playing uh, a couple of tunes together. Uh, so, very nice. Well, let's introduce our next guest for post-game thoughts, uh, Mr. Parker Scott Ruby. How you doing, Mr. Ruby? I'm doing great. Uh, Parker, can you share for us a little bit about the injury report that's happened at 312 John Evans Road this week? It's your house. Is there anyone in your family that's down and injured right now? My mom. Oh, no. No way. What well, Could you tell me what happened? She was playing volleyball at her mom's house, and she fell down, and she hurt her knee, and we don't know if she tore a meniscus or what. Wow. Was you there? I was. I was playing volleyball, too. She was actually doing really good. Yeah. Really? Well, what exactly happened? How'd the accident take place? Well, she hit the ball in the air, and then she just stood down. Really? Yeah. Was, was she able to walk off the field? Papa told her to get up, so she got up, and yeah. she walked to the house. She got a nice pack. And she sat on her phone and texted the people. And then she goes to the emergency room. There's a huge wait. They get back home the next day. They go to school. And Are you happy that your mom's okay? Yeah. Where is mom actually? Well, I think she's down there with brother Evan right now. I hope so. Tending to Evan. <laughs> Parker, what's some pre uh, post-game thoughts here about tonight at Oak Hill Stadium? What's your thoughts? My thoughts are... I saw every time when Waverly's got the ball, they got a touchdown. Well, that's very good it, thought. It did seem I, that way, yes. I do think that's almost exactly what happened tonight, yeah. Parker. Anytime they touched the ball, it was uh, a run for the end zone. Parker, what did you think about the Welsh heritage tonight with the green uniforms with the red sleeves? Now, I'm in the middle. I still like the black jerseys. Yeah. You still like the black jerseys? Yeah. yeah. He's a traditionalist. Yeah. Are you proud of your Welsh heritage, Parker, and your and your family history? Yeah. That's good. Your Grandpa Roger was a Welshman. He was? Yes, he was. You know, there's a church, Welsh. Yes, I sure do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we've got a museum, the Welsh Museum here in Oak Hill. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Where Nini's. Yes, That's absolutely. Right. Yeah. There's a Welsh cemetery right behind Nini's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've been there. Yes, I have. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, Parker, I'll tell you what, we do appreciate. How about, how's your football season going, man? I got two touchdowns. One was a 40 yard, and I think the other one was like 10. Yeah, wow, that's awesome, man. Did you run it in or you catch a pass? Run it in. Did you really? Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Fun to score. 
Yeah. Underscore. Is, is your football team pretty good? Yeah. We have Logan Strickland, Bryson Neister, yeah. Dad Woods. Wow. Then Marshall. All right, we don't have Marshall. But I have me. Yeah, yeah. you got you, yeah. What about the Davis boys? Oh, they're good. Yeah, Trevin, Devin, Aiden. Aiden's good. Yeah, you like Aiden. He's a buddy of yours. Yep. Yeah, a little uh, crew cannon. Yep, he got a touchdown. Yeah. He got, he got a 40-yard touchdown. Cooper Salyers. Yeah, he's a good one. We got a nice little team, don't we? Yeah. Names in a sh- just a few short years. We'll be calling from this radio broadcast. Be neat to call them out here on the big field. On, on the big field. Up here in the big house. Uh, yes, that's right. It it will be. It will seem like a few short years. Oh, it, it really will, will, Michael. It'll fly right by. Yep. You know, just a few, few years. It's a great day to be an oak up here, Parker. Ain't that right, buddy? Yep, it's a great day to be an oak. Thank you, Parker, for your post-game thoughts. You're welcome. Keep it right here, folks, as we're just waiting on uh, Coach Tyler Kratzenberg to come on up here tonight. Uh, keep it right here, tuned in to 97.7 WCJO, the Bull FM, Jackson, home of Oak Hill football. Great friends, great fun. Brian's Exhaust and Performance, 4934 State Route 93, Oak Hill, specializes in exhaust repair, diesel pickup performance need, pickup, and Jeep accessories. Phone 740-682-3110. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And by appointment on Great friends, great fun. Brian's Exhaust and Performance, 4934 State Route 93, Oak Hill, specializes in exhaust repair, diesel pickup performance need, pickup, and Jeep accessories. Phone 740-682-3110. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And by appointment on Saturday, 8 a.m. to 12 noon. That's Brian's Exhaust and Performance, a proud supporter of Oak Hill Sports. You're listening to the exciting Southern Ohio Conference football action of the mighty Oak Hill Oaks. Only on 97 Country, The Bull, WCJO-FM, Jackson. Come and get it! The Happenings Bistro is located at 1130 Pennsylvania Avenue in Wellston and prides itself on providing a wide variety of home-cooked dishes. They're open Monday through Saturday, 11 to 830, and Sunday, 11 to 7, for both dine-in and takeout. Stop by or call 740-855-4445 to find out what the daily special is today. That's 740-855-4445. The Happenings Bistro, providing comfort food with local flair. The Lewis and Gillen Funeral Home has been serving the Jackson and Oak Hill areas for many years. Starting in Oak Hill in 1941 as the Keener Lewis Funeral Home and expanding into Jackson in 1984 and becoming the Lewis and Gillen Funeral Home in 2012. Throughout the years, we've been a funeral home that believes each family gets the same level of attention and care they deserve during difficult times. Lewis and Gillen Funeral Home, 202 West Maple Avenue in Oak Hill and 28 Harding Avenue in Jackson. Lewis Gillen Funeral Home, Director David Gillum. Crabtree's Garage, 659 State Route 233, Oak Hill, has been a big part of the Oak Hill community and supporter of Oak Hill Sports. Your vehicle gets quality mechanical service at Crabtree's Garage. Crabtree's Garage also has a fine selection of brand name tires and interstate batteries. Give them a call at 740-682-7149. That's Crabtree's Garage, State Route 233, Oak Hill. Crabtree's Garage, a big supporter of the Mighty Oaks. Do you have a roofing or siding project? 
At Higgins, they manufacture steel roofing and siding every business day with 16 colors in stock and 70,000 pieces of trim. They are prepared to ship your project immediately. Remember Higgins for your 40-year warranted, Energy Star compliant, American-made steel roofing and siding. Located on AC Avenue, just off 35 in Jackson. Call 800-782-4239 or visit them on the web at HigginsRoofing.com. Happy fall and happy football season. Professional football became a fall favorite when it was introduced in 1920. That's 19 years after Ohio Mutual Insurance Group began keeping the promises that secure dreams. Stop in and see us at Lockhart Insurance Agency to learn more about Ohio Mutual. We can help you select the right coverage for your needs. Give us a call at 740-384-2020. If you want to protect your auto, home, farm, or business, you want Ohio Mutual on your team. The Mighty Oaks play here on 97 Country, The Bull. We're back live at Davis Stadium. Uh, tonight, not home of the Oaks, but home of the Red Dragons for the sesquicentennial celebrations of the Village of Oak Hill. Celebrating our Welsh heritage here, finishing up tonight's broadcast with a post-game interview with head coach Tyler Kratzenberg and we won't draw it out any more than what it is. Uh, we've been waiting to hear from him. Coach Kratzenberg, thanks for coming up tonight. I'm um, just going to turn it over to you for you to share some thoughts. Well, like you said, I mean, tonight was a monumental piece of history tonight. Uh, very, very cool events and things we had at school this week. Uh, tonight, um, you know, we were able to get custom themed jerseys from, you know, of course, they didn't totally match what from the 19. 19- 39, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, we did the best we could, and, you know, we kind of let our guy um, that designed a lot of our stuff just kind of – They looked awesome. They were great. Uh, I'd like to see red pants next year. Yeah. That would be cool. We discussed that. Um, You know, I think next time we celebrate that, I I might be alive, but, you know, I doubt it. Oh, these jerseys have to come out every year. Oh, well. Next year there has to be a Welsh game. We're just going to go ahead and put this out here. I talked to the Chamber of Commerce. They're all about They're it. They're probably about it. But I said next year maybe we could buy red pants with a big, old, with a big dragon down the side yeah. or something. I'm, I'm sure the big O carryout would like to sponsor the red pants. <laughs> I think they would like that. Yeah, I do. I absolutely agree. I could not agree more. Definitely cool experience with the kids. I mean, anytime you get new gear, I mean, kids love it. Um, you know, like I said, it was very cool to see just such a different change up. Uh, you know, the cheerleaders and everybody, you know. Yeah, they look great, too, really. So, it, I mean, it, it was, was a great night. It was, absolutely. Um, for an event like that, that happens once, you know, every 150 years. Every I mean, 150. So, but no, like I said, something different. Uh, never bad. So, but cool so, jerseys. and Tonight, you know, you, we got to see some of your young guys out there. Uh, I have I have two things that I want to talk about, and then I'm going to turn it over to, to Michael. But the first thing I want to talk about, and, and – I told you at halftime, I, I know I kind of interrupted your halftime coaches meeting there. Probably shouldn't have done that. But the 85-yard run or, or offensive drive, uh, that was our guys against their guys. They were caught completely off guard. I remember when the touchdown scored, I immediately looked over. They were kind of in culture shock there. That was not a fluke 85-yard offensive drive. That was a well-orchestrated penalty-free, crisp drive of football. And I know that's exactly what you just – you you dream of, of all of our possessions looking like that. I, I know that. But I know that's what you guys are working on. 
Talk a little bit about that. Well, I mean, you know, once we got our feet, you know, settled, I guess, and our nerves calmed, I mean, in the first 23 seconds, they were up 14 nothing, and they never started with the football. So, yeah, right. I mean, super crazy things, um, you know, put the ball on the ground and things. But once we got settled, you know, there are some things that we knew we could try to do, especially early, um, to get them outnumbered uh, in our run game. Um, like I said, Eddie ran the ball extremely hard. He extended a play and found Gage Farr. I mean, that was, Gage, that was Gage's best play in his high school football career. Yep, he made a really good adjustment on the ball to come back and get it. Um, so I said, you know, up front we did well. Like I said, we knew early on we could do some things and get them outnumbered um, just to see how long we could do before they made some adjustments. But it was a very good drive. Like I said, penalty free. You know, didn't shoot ourselves in the foot that drive, which makes things great. But it was, you know, what we had left of our, you know, our, our it was our ones that we had tonight, and we went the right at them. The ones that you had. Yeah, and we went right at him. Four's a heck of a ball player. We were trying to stay away from him as much as possible because he makes yeah, a lot Quentin, of plays. Quentin Hurd there. Yeah, he's a he's a good player. Two oh five senior. That's a unit right there. Yeah, Twenty two was a lethal weapon as well. Jace Hurd. Yes, he's uh he's a heck of an athlete. He's he's a guy who can make you miss in a phone booth. I mean, we yeah. we knew that he was. We can't reach and grab him. I mean, obviously it showed, and we knew things like that would happen. I mean, a guy that's been playing varsity as a freshman, and he's a senior, and he's a great baseball player as well. Yeah, we got guys reaching, grabbing. I mean, it's just that different adjustment at that level. But like I said, we definitely, you know, going down and scoring, uh, we, you know, the onside kick was a great. It was the best onside kick I've seen in yeah. a while. Really, it was perfect. Well executed. Yeah. We just didn't get the ball to go our way. and But like I said, we were trying to. Right, but there was nothing wrong go. with it. It was exactly what needed to yep. be. Reverse pass was there. We just a little bit short. Another yeah. great one. Yeah, man, that would have been a touchdown. Yep. So, but like I said, dude, we we battled for as long as we could. Um, and like I said, they've got they do a lot of good things offensively. I mean, they can be they can score quick, fast, and in a hurry, as we saw. But we were like I, said, we, I was pleased with our effort. We played hard with what we had. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, we talk regularly. We chat about things, and um, I when I got the injury report today from Coach Stewart, mm-hmm. he usually updates us. <laughs> uh, that changes sometimes. Some last minute changes uh, takes place. Yeah, uh, it really. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I was not super looking forward to calling this game on the radio tonight, but it is what it is. We don't get to pick those things, Coach, and uh, we get down 14 to nothing, like you said, in the first 23 sec- seconds. And I sat here and I thought, my goodness, what are we? What am I going to say tonight? How, and then what do we do? But we come right out there and we drive that thing down. We focus on as much positive as we can on this radio. And I hope the listeners understand that. We, we really, really glorify the positive things that happen. And there, there's always positives that we can focus on in some of these very long games. Yep, absolutely. Like I said, it was definitely we could have laid down there when it's fourteen nothing. Um, but I think we did a good job of battling. Um, and that was really good for our guys to get that score on the board. Um, like I said, you know, we we're you know, then you got uh you know, guys go out, you're trying to personnel a little bit, what you got left, you look around and you got some guys that have you know, you don't have any of those guys left. You don't have any more running backs. So we we did with what we had. Um, like I said, you know, Eddie, you know, I'll give Eddie the credit. Um, you know, he's He's the guy leading the charge as much as he can. So yeah, Eddie, Eddie definitely has a leadership quality about him. Eddie has molded into quite a quarterback, and Eddie is just a junior, right? Yes. So, just a junior. so we got one more year with Eddie to lead, 
Uh, from what I'm seeing, Bailey Usley is definitely getting his experience out there. Mm-hmm. Bailey impresses every time he's on the field. Uh, for a young guy, uh, getting some baptized by fire in some instances. So, you know, it, it's good to see that. Now, I've got one more question for you, and then I'm going to turn it over to Michael, and then I'll let you finish with your own closing thoughts tonight. But the next thing I want to talk about is that just a guy that we've kind of been watching him uh, kind of, you know, uh, come to fruition here in front of our eyes. It seems like each week gets a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. But that was uh, Mr. Bo McNeil. And Bo, uh, I'll go ahead and say to the listeners, Bo's going to be our Monroe's Collision big hit of the game for all kinds of hits tonight. Uh, mainly his offensive blocking was, I counted, at least three pancakes. What's your thoughts about Bo McNeil and how's he fitting into your program? Well, Bo's a kid who's this is his second year playing football. Uh, he's a farm kid. You know, his family's big into farming and the fair stuff. Uh, so he works and cuts grass and bales hay and all the stuff that entices, you know, work on the farm. So he's naturally a strong kid. He's a big, you know, framed kid as a freshman. He's not, you know, obviously as heavy as we'd like, but he's only 14. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we said it two weeks ago in our, you know, our film session with our staff that, you know, it was a rough, rough take that we had uh, but some of the enjoyment that you don't see is the effort sometimes it catches your eye and Bo at one point ran out of this picture screen chasing the ball and ran back into the picture screen and was in on the tackle and you know those are the things that we talk about all the time but you like, that takes no talent it takes no size it takes no skill set and something he's been able to do for us even at the varsity level like his effort and his motor I mean you can only uh, as a coach, you you can only wish and hope you had 45 kids like that. And I said, he doesn't – we just talked about him, and I just talked to him in front of all the guys. I said, Bo doesn't know anything about football. He knows about two things. His name's Bo, and he's number 15. <laughs> um, and then he said, I don't know half the stuff you tell me, Coach Kratz, and that's okay. But his effort, I can take that. I will yeah. not get mad at him because he plays his heart out. And he, he's unsure sometimes because he's learning, but he is – um, he is an absolute treat to watch just because of how hard nosed like he's gonna be an absolute fantastic player for us. You will see it on film, I'm certain, as you review. Halftime comes around and, and I'm walking to the restroom and Bo's uncles there, they stand down here in the south end of the end zone and they're they're there with James Chambers and I think uh um oh who guys running for our school board this year, Tyler Evans was down there. And uh, they're standing there talking, and, and his uncle looks at me, and he says, what in the world are you talking about tonight on the radio, <laughs> you know? And I said, well, to be honest with you, I just got done comparing uh, young Bo to a wild lion in the African jungle, t- chasing down a gazelle as he jumped on this kid's back at about the 30-yard line. Guys, it was out of nowhere. The ball carrier's here. I don't see Bo McNeil anywhere, and literally out of nowhere, he is leaping through the air, grabs a hold of this man's back and tackles him to the sideline uh, out of bounds, saving a touchdown from taking place. Nope, his effort is a joy to watch. Like I said, he's still learning. Uh, he's a young pup, but you know he's going to be a very, very great player for us in the next three, four years. I mean, like I said, he's, he's getting his experience now as a young kid. He's going to be a very, very good player for us on both sides of the football in the future. Well, fun to watch tonight with Bo McNeil. Michael, what do you have? Anything? Well, uh, you guys basically – I should have went first. You guys basically covered everything. Uh, 
I was going to mention a, a lot about the effort levels, like you said. I mean, that, that's not a problem for us. I mean, we could, you know, after those first three plays. We could have laid down. We could have laid down right then. And, Most and, teams would have in your situation. Yeah, and, and you guys didn't, and I think that, that's a lot to be proud of. I think Blaze Ford does well, too, out yeah. there. He's he's kind of another motor you got running out there um, just from, from up here that we, we can notice. But, uh yeah, Bo McNeil, man, that, that's something that uh, we were all talking about all night. But, uh, yeah, I think the effort levels are there. And, you know, we talked about 22 out there, Jay. I mean, he looked like Barry Sanders. You He's know, I, I mean, he really did. And, and so we don't have anybody like that that's going to come out and take, you know, control of a game. But the ones that you have, like, like Bo and Blaze and, and Eddie, that's going to give you 110%, yep. you, you want those guys every, every For time. For sure. And like I said, and Hurd's a great player. I mean, they've had a slew of them for a long time. Um, like I said, you know, they've, they've done a good job with their system. They're very robotic because they're very, you know, very in tune. They have answers to everything you want to do defensively. They'll pull the center if you're not covering him up. I mean, they do a really good job. Uh, you know, Coach Crabtree and I talked for 30, 40 minutes last night, just kind of about things in the season, some different things. And, you know, I, you know we, we discussed kind of how the game would go, depending on how, the, you know, things were happening. Um, but like I said, I mean, they have an offense that can score on anybody, you know, like I said, right, right now. Right. So, and, and like I said, we, I think these guys will, will give Wheelersburg a game. Yeah. It, they're, I mean, well balanced. They can hurt you on the ground or in the air. Yep, they yeah. do a good job of balancing. Uh, they got some playmakers. You know, like I said, they're, they're in the hunt for the league right now. Yeah. Like I said, there's, you know, them, Quest and Berg. I mean, it's, it's all going to be a three-way hunt in right. uh, the next couple of weeks. Yeah. But, you know, the biggest thing for us is, you know, we're just trying to go day by day, and as we're saying, chop the wood. I mean, we're trying to, you know, take it on, you know, and just kind of do what we can do with what we got. I mean, we're 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 doing any and everything we can to heal up. I mean, we've got, um, we're doing some type of Chinese healing methods. We've got oh, Eddie Abley, we've got Eddie Abley wrapped up in uh, purple cabbage that's warmed up in lukewarm water, and you wrap it on his legs for 40 minutes. Man. I mean, Nicole our, might need some of that. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, Nicole went uh, down this week. Yeah. I mean, it was a. Uh, I mean, well, you need to get her in to see Sarah. I mean, Sarah is as good, and I've been around a lot of places. I mean, Sarah, our trainer, Sarah, is uh, absolutely beyond fantastic. I mean, that yeah. poor girl. Um, well, she's earned her pay this year. Hasn't well, she? I mean, she she needs yeah. she needs a raise today. I mean, if they paid her by the hour, that school system don't have enough money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is fantastic. I mean, she and we can. I mean, she does a great job of communicating with me and letting me know, like, hey, I think we're going to try. She wants the guys to play. I mean, she's a former college athlete. Sure. Okay. I mean, I coached her brother years ago in baseball. I mean, they're she comes from a great family, but she has been a blessing for us. Yeah. I mean, I know Coach Stewart's been impressed. Well, like I said, I mean, you just get, you know, people that want to help. I mean, it's we're used to doing things by ourselves. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, like I said, when you got people that come in and it's not just, you know, one way or the highway, she does a good job of working with us and us working with her. And like I said, so it's been a blessing. But like I said, it just sucks that, you know, we're just, we're still, you know, she can't heal all injuries. Right. So. Right. But, and, and like I said, we're. You know, we're we took a couple blows tonight. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna have to reevaluate that injury. Uh, right. Toast, the toast boy, he got rung pretty good. Yeah, he? Big Mike uh, stuck his nose in the air. He had a great tackle early on. Yeah. And he he did the same thing, and you know, hey, that's sometimes you you lay the hit, and sometimes right. it hits you. I mean, right. but he's tough nose senior who's hey paying his dues and great kid, and um, but like I said, it's well, for everyone that was listening or watching tonight, um. 
the facts of the facts of the facts, the proof's in the pudding, as they say. Anyone that doubts the need for three SOC divisions, if tonight was not um, pretty much good proof for you, I don't know what else we could do. Uh, this was a, a matchup of David and Goliath. Uh, almost, one could say, just almost unrealistic to some degree. But um, that is, uh, that's what we had here tonight. And so hopefully, and Scott Lewis did mention that uh, no, more positive talk tonight yeah. about three divisions. You know, they're, they're being pretty bold in saying that it's time for three divisions for football. Um, and it's, it's definitely in the works. And so, Coach, I know... That doesn't help tonight. It doesn't help this year. It doesn't help last year, but hopefully they get it right, and next year that problem is resolved. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have to see. Gentlemen, I appreciate it. I'm going to get back down to those guys and see what the – I was on the agenda for Sunday. All right. I All appreciate right. you. Hey, we thank you, Coach. We the fifth and sixth grade guys yep. tomorrow yep. as they play at Valley. At correct? Valley. You, uh, at the reservation. The old reservation. The old, yeah. the old reservation. Are you going to be in attendance there, or do you have other plans? Tomorrow, I coach? have other plans. I have to uh, attend uh, the Queen City, Cincinnati. Oh, oh. Queen, are you playing softball tomorrow? No, no I'm you not. Just, you're just attending. Uh, just attending the Reds baseball game, family outing. We do it once a year, and tomorrow's that day. And hey, you do know we're cousins. Who is? You and I. Oh, are we? Well, yeah, you said it was a family outing. Well, I mean, I didn't know you were related to Stephen or Mr. Green. Oh. <laughs> Gentlemen, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. That's Coach Tyler Grassenberg, and uh, that's it tonight for Red Dragon football here at Davis Stadium. And uh, we appreciate uh, you listening. Keep it right here, and we'll be back next week here at home for Wheelersburg as they come to Oak Hill. And uh, we'll bring you live coverage next week as well. Thanks for listening tonight. Be safe out there. Go Oaks. You've been listening to Friday Night Football and Mighty Oaks Oak Hill Football on 97 Country, The Bull, and across the world on the Total Media Radio app. Oak Hill Oaks football has been brought to you tonight in part by Ohio Valley Bank, Four Winds Community, McDonald's of Oak Hill, Jackson County Banking Center, Howard Hanna McNerland Network, Iron City Implement, Buckeye Construction and Restoration, Strickland Sales and Service, Lewis and Gillum Funeral Home, Atomic Credit Union, Dave's Custom Butchering, Felicio Foods, Dakota's Roadhouse, The Ella Lanes of Wellston, Lockard Insurance, Rent to Own, Holzer Health Systems, Crabtree's Garage, Bryant's Exhaust and Performance, Rio Grande Jackson Branch, Shriver Machine and Fabrication, Higgins Steel Roofing and Siding, Gallia Jackson Meg's Alcohol, Drug and Mental Health Board, Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am and KO of Jackson, Happenings Bistro, Nimco Propane, and Monroe Collision and the Collision of the Game. Thanks for joining us and tune in next time for more of Mighty Oaks football here on 97 Country, The Bulls.